Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure. Run fast on raw dog. Serious XM comedy hits. Channel 99. Um, just keep doing it. Fucking tell me what to fucking say. Tell me what I said. You fucked up. How did I fuck up? Uh, running their cake horn, tooting that. <laughs> Bullshit. Pat Rat, the other rat in here, Shelby. He announces that he's gay, but he's a little asshole who likes to start crap. I can't wait. Just, uh, is basically a stalker to me. Because he's retarded. I heard you say retarded yesterday. Alright, Chris. Completely... I don't want to tell you how to do your job. I fucked up. You fucked up. Fuck me, man. You want a massage? No, Paul. Thank you for the offer. I didn't, would not like a massage. You become a bigger fucking liar. And I feel like a fucking asshole. You fucked up. I'll fuck it up. Whatever. I'll fuck it up. But then I'll fucking keep going. This day is fucked up. Oh, oh, you poor thing. But fuck it. Fez, can I ask you a fucking question? So none of these guys do a good job. Yeah, they, they, no. The Fez is absolutely correct. Yeah, I, apparently I am. Again, more insanity. Fez fucked this day up. Fucking idiots don't even know what you're fucking talking about as usual you can't make a fucking decision on this fucking show no one will be happy until i'm dead this is a fucking joke to you <laughs> you don't hear me fucking laughing about it i don't fucking feel good about this what the fuck do i care why would why would that be funny to you that's fucking hysterical i love hearing his voice when he says fuck there's nobody that can say it like him fuck I think he's got the voice of an ankle. People send you fucking weed through the mail. Ah, uh, well, whatever. That's what fucking happens. People fucking blow up. Stop fucking around. <laughs> I'm walking around with face paint, and I would still come off less crazy. You're fucking nuts. I don't know what you're bitching about, Chris. All this big fucking talk over there. Fuck me, man. Ronnie, if you do not fire this friggin' nitwit for screwing up this bad today of all days... Fucking pissed for real. Another fucking loser in life. Everyone's a loser but Fez. Oh, Fuck you, Chris. Chris, I'm a fucking winner. Holy shit, that's fucked up. How long have you been unhappy, Chris? He just I'm explaining that Chris is an asshole today. I'm not the asshole. You're the asshole. The heart attack is coming. I can feel it. I'll be gone soon. You're fucking nuts for thinking that. Oh, you made me cry. Motherfuck. And Ron, I don't mean to correct you, but shouldn't it be the Ron and Fez featuring Circus Geek show? Don't fucking sit there and tell me what to say. Fuck off. Grandma, come in. Shut the fucking bed. What are we going to do? I love Chris Stanley, and I want to bang him right now. I took that queer to dinner three times. He didn't thank me. We wanted steaks for the love of fuck. It's a burger made out of steak. Jesus Christ, it's a cheeseburger. You I was blindfolded. Thank you for admitting it. That was that was a rhetorical thing. I didn't I'm not. Who are you, Ron Benson? Motherfuck. My Fez. name's Fez. Bitch. Thing fuck that. Talk about fucking boring. I love Fez. I don't need you to point it out with your nine fucking fingers. Step up, bitch. You Shove it up your name. ass like yeah, a big dildo. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, Fez Wally. Fez BL loves you. Oh, I can feel it. What are you going to do, Fez? You and BL are best friends. I don't know what the fuck goes on here. Because now I'm fucking pissed for real. Are you going to call BL tonight? Yes, absolutely. Oh, asshole. You're so funny. <laughs> Oh, fuck. The fuck was that? Jesus oh, Christ. Shit. I'm gonna fuck you up, Shelby. Fucking hit me in the fucking head with something, you fucking little cunt. Little bitch. What the fuck? You little fucking piece of shit. I was in Be
and I went into another beaver's dam, and it was really nice inside, I'd be like, damn. You're not this fucking crazy is what I'm trying to say to you. He's stupid as fuck. Fucking little cringing bitch. Cringing? Like a fucking unhealthy weirdo. You reached out and grabbed a fucking cock. Basically, I feel like I just drank some piss. Give me a fucking cum shake. Try not to spit on the food. I'll fucking rape Shelby in front of you. Not with those arms, you won't. You're a piece of garbage, Hicks. And Shelby, what do you have? Oh, wait, nothing. That's right, you cocksucker. Going back and forth between, like, attacking me and then healing me. Because you're not fucking listening. If you fucking put his nuts in your mouth. I would just spit him out of my mouth. I wouldn't bite down on him. Are you saying he wouldn't stick his dick in your mouth? Hey, Fez, what's, what's cum taste like? Fuck you, Mikey. I like creamy dick. Great fucking revelation. You're a beautiful magenta asshole. Oh, like you're not even going to fucking eat it, Chris. <laughs> and he can enjoy that all he wants. Hey, guys, all this talk has got me so cake horny. Gonna be sick. Said I'm going to fuck some lady. Fuck off at this point. You know what? It's not about fucking cake horns. Fuck Fez. Fuck you. Why don't you go to fucking best of? Because it's non-fucking-stop around here. You want a baby in your mouth, you fucking sicko. You fucking fuck. <laughs> Is that the fucking place you want to be with me? For Shelby, Shelby's a real asshole. Cake horn. Fuck off with the cake horn shit. Chris, he's not a friend. I feel like shit. Shelby's not a fucking friend. I'm just so shocked. Get the fuck out of the room. You want to get singled right out the fucking door? Is that the fucking place you want to be with me? Pardon or... me if I don't feel like fucking celebrating. Fez needs some dick. Well, great. We got the Joe Jackson bet for the four. Fucking time. <laughs> Fuck all of you. I could give a shit about winning you over. We're fucking number one trending in the United States. Hashtag K-Corn. Hashtag kiss my ass. Keep doing your joke that didn't work the first fucking time, asshole. You think um, that this has something to do with you wanting to be a gay? No one's more disappointed in me than me. So I, I don't need your disappointment, too. I don't give a shit about these fucking things. Open your K-Corn. That's my fuck up. I admit that. Well, no, I do what happened. But he fucking hit something wrong because he's retarded. Shelby's bad gland is affecting his memory. Do you honestly feel that Chris is against you? Yes. Can't stand him. He's an awful human being. Everybody says that Chris is a loser. Chris is. You know, Wait, who says I'm a loser? What the fuck? Else. How about uh, we make one about you, the adventures of the asshole caller? I guess he's a burr in your saddle, Fez. Is that the best way to put it? Just call Sam a little pat rack. Fuck the pat rack. Oh, I'm sure I did, Dustin. Why don't you start fucking trending now? Sam's on my list. Yeah, this is where it all started. Just fucking assholes. I got a delicious creme brulee. Why don't you go make one and shove it up your ass? He's got my asshole. I thought it stunk. You said dim-witted asshole. There's a bleached asshole, but never a bright asshole. I made a mistake when I became partners with Fez. I'm just an old, mean, gay queen. We got a break here. Today is one annoying, shitty day. <sighs> We'll be right back with more weirdness. It's the Ron Fest Show. Fuck you. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure, Ron Fez on Raw Dog Rada. Comedy Hits, Channel 
March 4th, 2015. Damn, we had a long Christmas break this year. It was fantastic. Uh, yesterday, light rain in the city, but apparently a little bit of snow in the suburbs. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's our telephone number. Lots to get to today. I noticed the last comedian on Raw Dog was Joe List. So I immediately booked Joe List to come in today because Joe List, Joe List is on our list. Uh, Joe List will be here for the first time since he gave his... Uh, his Highlander uh, prize, that signed helmet, away to charity. Good man, good comedian. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We are back in our home studio where Fez feels comfortable. Yesterday was a difficult day for you, Fez. Oh, yeah, very very nerve-wracking. Because we were in a different room? Yeah, that did not help at all. And now that you're here in this room, you're very happy? I'm still nervous. Why? I don't know. It's just something that creeps up in the morning. Something that creeps up in the morning. I wake up with it. The morning creep up. So yesterday, the problem was we were in a different room. Today, even though it's the same room that you've known, doesn't help you. No. Still nervous. And the only airline that you will fly on is Qantas. Is that right? Never crashes. Never crashes. Um, here's, uh, here's Steve. Steve in Tampa, you're a phone caller on the Ron and Fez show. I have a phone caller. Thank you, Ronnie B. Hey, I just want to give you props on the opening of the show. It just emphasizes how dysfunctional the Ron and Fez show is, except for you, Ronnie B, because you can do no wrong. I love the opening. Well, uh, a listener put that together of, of of just the various meltdowns that we all have. What was nice is we aimed them at each other and not the listeners or bosses or whatever, because most of those were taken out of contest text, but uh, very well. Who already do we have on the phones today, Shelby? Because they've completely have a different thing. All right, I'm gonna, I got to turn it down because this asshole wants to go listen to himself. That is MK. MK. Oh, MK. Bring him in real quick. I'm just going to take him for a second because I did the shoulder move to him the other day. Um, and uh, I want to get it from his side of the experience. Now, this is something that I do to friends in New York City. If I see them on the street and they don't see me, I will lower my shoulder into them and start to push them and see how they react. Uh, Kay went into a crazy dance with his feet. <laughs> As well as shrieking, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, before you saw it was me. Mm-hmm. And then you settled down and said, oh, it's you. And you turned around and went back on your trip. But the fear <laughs> that was in you was pretty extreme. Well, at, at first, I, you know, a casual bump in New York City. Right, yeah, everything happens. happens, right? And then this... Because I'm still looking at my phone, I was texting, and this repeatedly kept happening. I'm like, oh no, what's this homeless man want? I, I, I had no idea. It's just a matter of this. You could always do this to your friends that works on the streets of New York, but also in the mall, you drop your shoulder down and almost try to throw your end under their armpit so they don't know who is driving them out into the street. Most men act with um, anger. 
Mm-hmm. You went in a different direction, <laughs> shrieking, and it almost you made it seem like you were a rape victim. That, that's what I, I felt like something was going to happen. I was worried, so I, I naturally just shrieked. Well, no. I don't think a shriek comes naturally. Yeah, it does. No, does it? Yes, it does. That I, kind of is... And why were you apologizing? You would you had done nothing wrong. Well, I did, you know, maybe I... Well, at first, it, I thought maybe I just kept bumping into this person, and then I realized, oh, shit, no, <laughs> this is not. And then maybe it was a mailbox. What were you doing I, with your feet? So there was I a was, dance taking well, I place. Was, I was trying to hold my balance, because I think I was about to stumble into the street, but it was that clearly you were trying Irish, to push me It was in, almost so. like an Irish jig thing. <laughs> now, I've had, like... Uh, Eddie Trunk got very mad at me, um... The cue card guy uh, got mer- very mad at me, but I've never had this shrieker, and okay. I felt like you could have been raped. I felt <laughs> like it was up to me that you would have stayed frozen and let me rape you. All right, here's Angela. You're on the run of Fez show. How you doing? First of all, Fez does an impression. Go ahead, Fez. Angela, oh. Sam doesn't want to go to college. By the way, when you did that in front of, what's the guy's name? Tony Danza. And to see him looking at you. As if you were doing a Chinese voice. I mean, if you want to have something to feel anxiety over, it should have been that moment. Not the fact that we were talking to different microphones. He stared through me. Yeah. Right through me. No expression on his face. I didn't even get a frown from him. I didn't get an acknowledgement of that doesn't sound anything like me. Well, he did say it should be deeper, but he had the thing. I think he was acting like, are you trying to call me gay? You know what I mean? Like, I think that he thought it came on a, a little Okay. Angela, what's up today? I just want to give props to the show because I listen to it every day. I love it. Okay, and what time did the pills kick in? Excuse me? You're slurring a little bit. You sound a little downed out. No, I'm just tired. Right. You're not going to be judged here. What kind of downs are you taking? I don't take nothing. Head injury then? What happened? Nothing happened. Okay. All right, back to the crossword puzzle, okay, honey? All right. Have a great day. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's uh, Sweet Lou. Lou, what's up, buddy? Hey, million bucks, Ronnie B. Million bucks. My condolences to you and your eagle, uh, your eagles. Uh, I don't know what they're thinking trading LaShawn McCoy. I don't um, understand the game of football anymore. They said he's on the downside of his career. He's 26 years old. I believe what Chip Chip Hooray is trying to say is that no one really gives a shit about that position anymore. He can score with anyone, so whoever has the best defense is going to win. I'm going to make that excuse for him, but I know I have no idea how the game works anymore. Not at all. I guess he's, uh, you know, they say it's all about money and this and that. Uh, but, you know, the weird thing is no one's bringing it up from this angle. Buffalo has really good running backs. Why do they want to get rid of their running backs? The whole thing is is uh, bizarre. I just couldn't believe it, that they, that they would let 
LaShawn McCoy go. He's one of the best running backs in the league, and it's apparently all part of Chip's plan. I don't know what his plan is. His plan is to make the Philadelphia Ducks. That's what he's going for. I think he's got 11 uh, former Ducks on the team, and I like I. It's almost like you ever have a boss who gets a new job in Chicago and tries to bring everybody there. I think that's what he's doing. Well, that's the best uh, best answer I've heard so far, Ronnie. My condolences to you. Um, I you know, here's Rob. Rob, you're on the Run Fez show. Rob. Hey, what's going on, man? Yeah. How's it going? What can we do for you, Rob? Not much, man. I've been listening to the show. What was that other lady's problem? What downers did she say she was on? She said she wasn't on any downs. I know that that you're acting like you're on downs, right? Yeah. Do a better job of it, because you just don't sound that. Um, Joe. Joe in Utah. Go ahead. Hey, Ron, you got to be careful when you ask Fez all those questions. It sounds like you're starting to get on his dick. Fez, I'm not trying to get on your dick here. And look, if I am, just fucking say, get off my dick. You're not on my dick. But if I am, you know what I mean? I know. What what questions I asked you that got you so upset? I don't recall any. How you doing? How you feeling? I don't see how I, that's on your dick, dude. I don't be totally either. Honest. If I'm going to be totally honest here. But, you know what? That's callers trying to get on my dick. But see, here's the deal. Just say so. Just be a regular fella and say so. I can take it. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't need to say that. Just say one thing about me that annoys you, and then I think you'll feel stronger. I don't have anything at Go the ahead. moment. You can. Your area is a little messy. <laughs> you know what? Those fucking papers are gone. I don't fucking make them. I don't like them. And that's it. I have a good, clean area now. Let's clean up your area, too, Fez. Get rid of those papers. Get rid of your area papers. That You're just pushing them to the side. On the floor with them. On the floor. Now it's a mess on the floor. And the pen. The pen. Get rid of it. It serves no purpose. Are we better? All good. I don't know what we're going to do about plugs. Uh, Shelby, who makes up, who prints out all these papers and hands us to every day? That's me. I'm the print guy. Dude. Wiley and I have been doing this show for over two years. The show comes off the top of our head. It's pure improv from this point on. You don't want any papers at all? even. I don't know what I'm even going to next. I don't know what's in the news. I don't know what's happening. I'm fine. You know why? I got the big cat. Maybe we should get the papers back because I don't know either. The papers are gone. I didn't know that they got on your dick all these times. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm agreeing with you. I'll never have another paper in here. Oh, fuck. What do we talk about? What is there? I don't know what there is. I don't know what to do. I literally have nowhere to go now. This has never happened before. I've never done a show without papers. Um, Brian, Brian, you're on the run of Fez show. Million five cousins. Million five. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't we have Fez take the phone calls instead of you taking the phone calls for a little while? There we go, Fez. Which one of these? Do you want to take the phone calls today? No, I don't. Because I want to clear up my area and get rid of this mouse. Send that over to Fez. I don't want it. Why not? 
I don't want it. Why wouldn't you want to do the phone? Shelby, come near me. I will fucking knock you back. But why? <laughs> what do you mean, knock you back? <laughs> Away from me. But why don't you want to do the phone calls? I don't, I don't want to. I'm not good at it. You're great at it. You're great at it, buddy. Also, uh, they're starting a union, so you can't physically threaten the producers anymore. You cannot physically threaten the... <laughs> I felt threatened with him coming uh, near me. Well, he was just trying to give you this mouse. I don't know that. <laughs> I'm, tell- I'm telling you, you take the mouse. I don't It'll want be a it. fun experience. You just click on and you'll say like, Sally, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Can OK hand you the mouse? Or- no. What if we have him stripped out into his t-shirt and his underwear? So you know that he's not wearing anything. Make sure he doesn't have anything fucking taped to his back like Bruce Willis. You know, this never comes up with the whole Die Hard. How did he fucking tape that thing to the middle of his back? How do you tape a handgun to the middle of your back and then able to fucking pull it across? Here's a mirror. There's a mirror. There's like a 20-minute scene that they skipped out. I would have loved to have seen it. Just him going, fucking goddammit. Is there back a there. reason why you're wearing Fez's shirt today? <laughs> I wanted to... I don't... I, Seriously. I love it so, I've seen it so much, I if, wanted to get my own. If you dress like Mini-Me again, I'll knock you back. <laughs> Fez, take the fucking mouse. I, I don't want why? it. Why? It's really fun. No, thank you. Did you just say no spank you? Yeah. Because that's flirty. Who wants to hit the phone calls today? Not me. I cleaned up my area for you. <laughs> I got rid of the rest of the show. I cleared, I cleared my schedule for you, son. That's what dads <laughs> always try to do. You're so important to me that I'm going to your game. Oh, really? Thanks, dude. That's really fucking great. <laughs> you want to just say how it's done? And this, see if you wouldn't like this. John, in Colorado, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. You know, yesterday Fez was going to shank you. You know, we knew he was going to do it being so close. What's his new plans now that you're back in the old studio? If you had to kill me, Fez, what would you do? I would never kill you. But if you had so. Let's suppose it was like when God went to, uh, I guess it was, I don't know who he went to, Abraham. Did he go to Abraham and said, kill me a son? Uh, yeah, kill Abraham's son, yeah. Yeah, he, God went to Abraham and said, kill me a son. Yeah. And where did he want that killing done? On an altar. No. Think, Bible. In the world, in the, no. up on a mountain. No, think. One more chance. Um, um, want me to just tell you? Yeah. Down on Highway 61. <laughs> If you knew your Bible, you would know that. I've read it. I don't recall that verse. How about Bob Dylan? You familiar with him at all? He was a Jew and still is. Although for a while he was a born-again Christian or one of the Jews for Jesus. Okay, you're Jewish, right? No, I'm Catholic. Then why do you act that way? Act like what? Sickly. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Would you feel better if you t- took calls from people that you know? Um, no, it's just going to be people attacking me. No, I promise you won't. Uh, you can go to a Hard Rock Johnny call. Oh, that will definitely be an attack. Oh, stop it. You love him. I'm going to hand you this back. Are you ready? I'm just going to fuck it up. You're not going to fuck it up, dude. I believe in you. And after this, I'm taking you out driving. <laughs> I would call Shelby over to help 
with this because I don't want that prick near you me. You gotta put it like through the middle of. Them. Oh God! <laughs> so you gotta go underneath. This is very exciting, ladies and gentlemen. Fez Watley taking over phone calls. And I'm just acting like I'm fishing by taking it up and down. <laughs> Fez is literally underneath the board right now. Maybe this is one of the reasons why he didn't want it. I just heard him in his head. <laughs> okay, you've got it for the rest of the show. I want you to take it this way. That... Shelby one. Just think of it from that direction. We'll see. How's that? Fez, you gotta be able to get on this now because we've got calls waiting. If the you headphones like broke. If you'd like <laughs> that shouldn't happen. If you'd like Fez to take your call, eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Fez Watley running the show in any way you see fit today, Fez. Well, don't go to Johnny first, though. No, see? Don't let me tell that to you. You you pick the call you want to go to first, as long as it's not Johnny. And then you put him back on hold. Go ahead and take Johnny first. But after you take another call. No, take Johnny. I'm just teasing me. Hard Rock Johnny, you're on the air. Hello, boys. Hey. This is awesome. I love being Fez's first call. Thank you, Fez. What can we you do know, for you? This is attack-free radio. I want to just say thank you. To you guys for turning me on to something. You guys did a great interview last week um, for Last Man on Earth. And I just, you know, I watched it and then I rewatched it and it is amazing. And I just wanted to say thank you to both of you. People are loving that uh, show. Loving it. It was it was just to watch someone carry, like, I don't know, a half an hour of a sitcom by themselves. I asked him if anyone ever had done that before, and he looked at me like it was a strange thing even to say, <laughs> which was weird to me. And, you know, when you're watching it, it's like you, he was doing all the things you think you would do. Uh, not if, one. <laughs> not one thing did he do that I would do. There's, really? Uh, I, I think I agreed more with her that the last thing I'd want to do is vandalism, nor would I think that life was not worth living. No, I just, I enjoyed, like, when he was bowling with the aquariums and taking great pieces of art that he could then admire, since there's no one else around to look at it. You're childish. I am, I am. I also really, really enjoyed the pool toilet, where he cut a hole in the diving board so he could just crap into a giant pool. I don't know if I could be friends with you anymore. I didn't say I would do it. I said I enjoyed no, it. No, you you would do it. And I think you already have done it. I think you've been shitting in pools for quite some time. It's happened once or twice, but hey, come on. It was an accident. Fence, how long does this call go on? Uh, thank you, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not telling you how to run your show. You. What if we could change the number to, today to Fez Zero Ron? <laughs> I don't think they get through to us. How you feeling, though, now that you're running the phones? Horrible. Why? Nervous wreck. That thing went fucking great with Johnny. He talked about shitting in a pool, <laughs> stealing art. Um, now, you heard what I said. I would not act like that guy at all. Would you? The only way I would like collect the things that he collected th is if I was keeping them. All right, so you would, in case, so you would be a responsible person. You're saying? Yeah, I wouldn't break things. So, what is it that you loved about this show? I thought he was really, really good in it. I, I, I just like Will Forte, now that he's done the show. 
All right. I would have done half of it and have a garbage house and then a clean house. I don't know why you didn't run to another phone. Why are you letting him talk? Oh. See, that's how I use the phones to block out my staff. <laughs> like any time, okay, it looks like he has a, uh, has a thought. I quick hit the phones. <laughs> Ryan in Chicago, oh. you're on the run and fish show. <laughs> Not him. Hey, I just want to say, I think these uh, papers are really a sabotage attempt by Shelby. Otherwise, he would have put them in three-ring binders for Fez. Well, they're usually late or non-existent in the first place. So, yeah, I can understand the sabotage theory. Now, where are you calling from, sir? I hung up on him. Oh, Jesus Christ. See, I told I always, you I would not no, be good No, that's this. okay. No, I'll just, I'll just ask the next person. I always wait a little time in between calls. Casey in Detroit. Shut the fuck up, Shelby! You throw the joke! Fucking snicker at me again, you he son is. of a bitch! He was snickering. I'm leaving. If he's in here, I'm not. Shelby, get out. Quit me, you fucking snickering! He's already gone. God, I hate that fucking kid! Who? Shelby. Oh. Thought you met him, Kay, because he's sitting there too. Kay's fine. <sighs> Who's on the phone? I think it's Casey. Casey, you kind of call it, called it a bad time. <laughs> no, it's Jason, sir. Jason. Jason. Uh, that's the crack up phone screening that uh, Shelby has trained the interns to do. It says Casey. What do you mean by crack up? The, the really good job. Mm. You guys hear me, sir? What can we do for you? Uh, so I just wanted to say, last week you did a great job. Uh, I, I unfortunately didn't get a chance to listen to the show yesterday, and I just hope you do a better job this week, and just keep up the good work you've been doing. Thank you. No problem, Fez. Quick question, Fez. Yeah. Are we bringing Shelby back? No. I don't want him in here. Greg in Boston, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Baby, baby, how you doing, brother? What can we do for you? Well, I'm just calling because Ronnie opened it up. I get, finally get a chance to talk with you. I'm a huge fan, and... So, you know, I think you do an amazing job, and there's an open invitation up here on Cape Cod for you and whoever you want to bring, pal. Hey, uh, I kind of think that's Shelby calling as a fake voice. Well, I think my other offer was... I will hang up on him. I thought that was Shelby. Yeah, it sounded a little like him. Yeah. Bobby the Champ, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, I had a different reaction than MK. So someone at work, when I was walking into work, kind of did the shoulder nudge into me, and I balled up my fist and took a swing. So what does it say about me? You're a man. No, not, nothing not bad man. about you, MK. You're just not very masculine. <laughs> no one's ever going to call you MK the Champ. I'm fine with that. 
you see uh, someone actually last summer killed someone when they bumped into them in the street and they punched him in the face and the person went down and hit their head and died. I did not see that. I can believe it happened, though. Thanks, Bobby. Yep. Landon, you're on the Run and Fest show. Jersey, I just wanted to say a little hello. I heard you lose it a little bit the other day when you had that homophobic dick on the on the line, and you just got to let that shit go, man. I've always got people on me in the same kind of way, and you guys do a fantastic job. You can't let those kind of dickheads give you a hard time. Thanks. Absolutely. You guys got a, you got about the best job you could have. You can uh, not enjoy it, you know? And people treat you like shit. Forget about it. They just... That's why Shelby's not in the room. <laughs> is Thanks, he com- Landon. Is he coming back in, though? Not if I'm going to be in here. You'll leave if he comes in. Yeah. That's your trade-off. Hmm. That is for Shelby. I know what Chip Kelly would do. Make the straight-up trade. Where everybody goes, what is he doing? I chose not to... Take this personal or act like my team was destroyed. I'm just ignoring it. I'm like, who knows? No one's ever got everybody from one college on a team. Maybe that's the way to go. I don't want to sit around and be involved in the trades. I wait for the season to start and enjoy that. That's all you can do. Thank you. Richard in Tennessee, you're on the run of Fesha. Hey, Fezzy. Uh, got a, had a wrestling question for you, bud. Uh, started watching uh, Monday Night Raw a couple days ago and saw Sting come back. Uh, what are your thoughts on the way he looks? Because every time I look at him, it just takes me out of the whole Sting character because he just looks so old and his hair looks like it's been in a hat for a year. What do you think? Well, people get older. Well, yeah, but Triple I mean, H is older. Sting, you can't really do anything about it. <laughs> right, it's exactly. it's still better than the Joker gimmick, Joker sting he was doing in TNA. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, he's already, they're trying to cover up the bald spot in the back of his head. And don't, don't get me wrong, I was a huge sting mark as a kid. Uh, but, you know, you think maybe this t- would have been a great time for him to come back with like a great Muda look where they just shave his head and paint his whole head or do something different? People I mean, probably would have thought it wasn't the same sting. Yeah, true. I mean, there was all that controversy about Texas Tornado being the ultimate warrior and having two different ones. So, um, I don't know. I just thought maybe I'd get your opinion if it took you out of the character seeing him how he looks now. No, to me, he's looked that way for 10 years now. All right, thanks. What do you think about Sting, okay? I really don't know who he is, but I think changing your he's the bass pl- He's the bass player in the police. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Well, I think <laughs> I think changing your, you know, your look is certainly important and if if he's making a comeback or Can I tell you something, Fez? If you want me to stay, I think you're going to have to get rid of this droning idiot. Okay. Uh, okay, you have to leave. No, we're kidding. Okay. Stay. Stay. I was teasing. Okay. Um there's a couple questions up there about the 123 kid for you, Fez. I don't Oh. Kidding. Just kidding. You looking over your calls? Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. I can't read really well. In English, please. Um, Mark, you're on the run of Fez show. 
says, Mary fuck, kill. John Boehner, MacGyver, Paul Rudd. Uh, fuck Paul Rudd. Mary MacGyver. And I don't think you can say that about John Boehner. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. I think we'd all fuck... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just was going to say a joke. I think we'd all fuck Paul Rudd, but that seems a little, you know, old now. Dave, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, buddies. Hey, has everyone there actually seen the movie MacGruber with uh, Will Forte? I did see it, Fez. You? I didn't see it. Okay. It is to me. It is the funniest. It's hysterical com- comedy of all time. On the other hand, in this uh, TV series, he's basically doing MacGruber, which I don't mind it because I I love that movie, but it seemed like that character is basically MacGruber. Well, he looks like MacGruber with a beard, but that's because it's Will Forte. That's the only thing that makes him MacGruber. Well, and the lines and delivery. Yes, that's Will Forte's delivery, not MacGruber's. And they both have long hair wigs, uh, wigs on. True. Fez, wrestling question. Uh, favorite version of The Undertaker. I like Heel Biker. Uh, you have to go with Corporate Ministry, The Corporate Undertaker. All right. Andrew, New Jersey, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Fez, you don't take this as an attack, but I think you have a little man crush on Will Forte because you've mentioned his name about a dozen times the last couple of days. Yeah, he was on the show, and the show just premiered. But yes, Will Forte, even more handsome in real life. That satisfy you? That's all I got. Fez, you know what? You would make a good border guard. Yeah, I'm not good at this. You are good at this. You're talking about wrestling, Will Forte. You got a marry, fuck, kill going. Ted in South Dakota, you're on the run for the show. Will Park got hey, your Fezzy. I've uh, asked and taken your advice a couple times in the past on this, but I want to know what I should get my dad for his birthday. He's going to be 83. Retired attorney. Um, I'd go with some liquor. Let liquor. him enjoy that 83-year-old birthday. Oh, that's awesome, because I got him a 12-year-old bottle of scotch, because I couldn't find anything older. You're the man, Fez. I don't you're understand awesome. why you're calling. Thank you. If you already had something picked out. What would be better than getting him a, what would be a better, 12-year-old bottle of scotch or 12-year-old ballet dancer? I think the bottle of scotch, yes. Each his own. Greg in Delaware, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, it's Shelby from the other room. I'm just checking if you guys are good on waters or... See ya. <laughs> Fez, he's in the other room. Sit down. Don't let him control your life. Hey, Wiki, can you come to the booth and get rid of this kid? Thank you. I do need a water, though. Bill in New Jersey, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, big ass card holder, 29875, my Fezzy. 
What can we do for you? Hey, hey Fez, um, just wanted your opinion on the uh, Lundra Blaze induction into the WWE Hall of Fame. I thought she should go in as Medusa, and I'm really kind of surprised after she dumped the championship in the garbage can that McMahon brought her back. I think it's showing that we're running out of people to put in the WWE Hall of Fame. Man, I just noticed something. A lot more people want to talk about wrestling than I have that ever do when I'm on the phones. <laughs> Look who's here, Fez. Mike Kaka, the inventor of the Ron Bennington. He's got his own cupcake. You want to sit in for a bit, Mike? Sure. Move over, would you? And you can run the computer for us there, okay? You picked a fun day. Fez is running the phones. I think he's doing a great job. Absolutely. What, what letter grade would you give him? Right now, this is the first time. Well, yeah, I think I don't know if you ever did run the phones before, did you? No, I've never. What was the uh, what's the thing about running the phones that annoys you? I just it's my mind doesn't work fast enough, and it just gets blurry up on the screen when they're all lit. So if you had a yeah, but it's good when you got all lit phones, and then if you just pick up the pacing of going to it, and then and I I I don't know what to say. But by the way, the. Shelby actually sneaking his way in and you going to that call was kind of funny to me. I don't want to laugh out loud. I'm waiting for Don to get here to get rid of him. Don doesn't listen to this show. He's got a lot of things to do. How's the Ron Bennington got his own cupcake doing? Still number one. I don't Still believe that. One. I think that you say that to I'm me. I'm not I'm not lying. No, Molly's in Chicago. Have you ever been there, Fez? No, not to that Molly's. It's uh America's premier cupcake place. They've been on Cupcake Wars. And one, yep. it's an adorable place. You're always going to go there with people, but there's so many great cupcakes because yeah. I never even order the Ron Bennington anymore, right? Because there's always new cupcakes every time I go there. But do you are you lying that it's still number one? No, it one. It's my favorite, which is yeah. true. It's also my general manager's Gina's her favorite, uh, and it's a couple of the other girls' staff's favorite too. So they tend to push it more because it's their favorite. Also, right. it's also. The one that gets the most comments about on Yelp, on Twitter, that kind of thing. So it's just got everything going for it. And when Ron and Fez listeners go there, they always get treated great. Yeah. And I know the last time I went there, there was a Ron and Fez listener sitting at the thing. And it looked weird that I just came in because I didn't <laughs> announce that I was going to be in Chicago. And it just looked like I come in there all the time. Anyway, the thing is this, Fez, we're all having fun today. You're running the phones and it's great. The cupcake has still held on, which is like five years now? No, seven years. Seven years? Seven I feel years. crazy. Yeah. I feel crazy. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing is when the Ron and Fez fans do come in, they tend to buy about a dozen of them. Yeah, I know. They're good that so way, aren't they? They are really good about that, yeah. Yeah, they're like, I want to take some of these home to my friends. Yeah. Fez is going to the phones. Ron and Fetch show. Uh, Gary uh, Westchester, you're on. Hey, Fez, Saturday, Will Forte or Will Farrell? I'm pretty sure I know the answer. Will Forte is going to be a Saturday. Absolutely. I'm with you, buddy. Doing a, a great of, job. Thanks, man. A lot of wrestling and Will Forte on today's day, on today's show. Well, that's Shelby. He's in charge of the phone screeners. Do you like him or not like him, Fez? I don't like him at all. Today, I felt like you were flirting with him a little bit. I really wish that growth had been cancerous. Oh, God. Too soon. Too soon. Stefan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Oh, it's me, Ron. This is Stefan. Hi, Fezzy. What can we do for you? Oh, 
Yes, I was wondering if I wrestle with my brother and I pop a boner, is that incestuous? All right. Pez. Yep. Pez, please. Jack in D.C., you're on the Run of Fez show. Fez, you're lighting this shit up today, dog. Mike, I love the Ron Bennington. Oh, thank you very much. Fez, we, uh, I was just passing through Tampa a few weeks ago, but I happened to be driving through a whole bunch of mutants. They really missed you at the Gasparilla, dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't been to Gasparilla in a long long time. Looks like a very festive event. It's it's there. It's what they try to do to have a Mardi Gras celebration. It looks like a good place to score some guy ass is what I'm getting at. I've never seen a big gay scene at Gasparilla, but who knows if it's changed over the years. I haven't been there in a while. All right, well, next year you're going to knock it out, brother. Thanks. I don't know. Dudes dressed like pirates, that seems gay. What do gays call each other, Fess? Does the butt pirate thing ever come up? I've never heard one gay person refer to another one as a butt pirate. Hey, if, butt pirate, how if, you if want I to was, do brunch? If I was gay, I would either call me and my, if I had a bowling team, we'd either be the butt pirates or the anal astronauts. It would sound insane to hear that on the street. I mean... Can I tell you something? It sounds a little insane for two guys to suck each other's penises. But that's me. I'm a Mets fan. What can I tell you? If I ever hear that, I will let you know immediately. Either well, anal saying, astronaut or I was butt saying, pilot. Yeah, with the with the Mets thing. What's the oh. what's the second? Don't look down. We threw away our papers. What's his name? I have no idea now. But he said he was not into the gay lifestyle. Although we would accept a gay on his team. It's up on the eye bank. Uh, our MK should be rushing over to give us the guy's name. Mets. Mets. Can I just say something, Fez? Shelby's much faster than this kid. Here comes Shelby back. What would you do if, if Shelby snuck in here right now? I would leave. What would, I, what would you do if I told you he's been hiding in this room? I would leave as soon as I saw him. I'd head out the door. But you don't know that he's under that table right there. Is Daniel Murphy, and he said he disagreed with the gay lifestyle, but if he had a teammate that was gay, he would love and support him. Oh, I'm not buying that for a minute. He he said it's it's that fail safe that homophobes think they can throw out there of, oh, I would love the guy, and in the next sentence it's I'm 100 percent against everything he uh, he does. And he's not gay. But don't you think a lot of us are nice to people that we don't necessarily support their lifestyle? Yeah, but we don't sit there and say, oh, I love that guy. But he means loves them, you know, and supports them as a teammate. You know what I mean? Like, there's plenty of people out there, I think, that were like, oh, how could they live like that? But they... You know, live and let live. I would like to think so, but I don't think that this guy is so trying to have it both ways. Isn't that gay? That I don't. No, that would just be one way. Guys. What about the mouth, though? Ass oh, mouth. that way. Okay. MSM mouth. Um. But I thought I thought one of the interesting things is that the Mets even had this day where they brought in a former Major League player. You got to do that now. That's Major League Baseball that does that. Yeah, it's like we had to take the tests the other week. That you know we're not all racist. Yeah. Well, I think that they answered almost every question with shade forty-five that we had to take. 
And then none of them were alkyl. No, there was on that test. There was all kinds of racial questions, religious questions, gender got, questions. I got a funny story about that, but Shelby's in it. He'd have to come in for it. Oh no, I'd rather not hear it then. But what about the listeners? They can all get together with Shelby later if they'd like to. You're mad with power, Fez. Ever since you started running those phones, <laughs> yeah. you become mad with power. You're going to be fiddling as the studio burns. You got a little bit of a temper, Fez, if I could be so bold. You got a little bit of a temper. Yeah, when it comes to people I don't like. But that's almost everybody. Uh, I don't know. I know, but I'm just saying. I think we gotta, well, I think we got to get them back in. You can have them back in, but I just won't be here. You can't go walking out on your job. I'll go to the booth. That's still walking out on your job <laughs> when you're the co-host. Like if Opie said, I'm walking out, I'm going to the booth, everybody would just say Opie just walked out on his job. Well, then we probably shouldn't have Shelby in here. We've got an intern in here. You got me. Okay. Let's <laughs> face it. He's favorite intern. Your favorite intern. Really? You can't get around that. All right. Your favorite that, intern. But is that why you hit me on the street? Was that like a test to yeah, see? No, that was buddies being buddies. <laughs> when you really think about it, that yeah. day, and by the way, I didn't hit you. I gave you the it shoulder. Was a, it was a pretty shoulder. What, <laughs> what is that? That's not a hit. That's a lean. It's like, it's like you're dragging me on the streets. No, no it's a lean. <laughs> I was lean. trying to get to the subway. <laughs> you eventually got there. Now you have yeah. an amusing story. Yeah, that's true. Next time, me and Fez are going to give you the Malachi Crunch out there. You're a little too young to know what that means. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm scared. So what's next, Fez? Um, Bones? I guess. I don't know what else to do. Mike in New York, you're on the Run and Fez show. Fezzy, I got a workout question for you. What is it? A, ba a baby cat, all right? You take the cat, you lift it up every day. Can you still lift it when it's a full-grown cow? That's my question. I couldn't lift it as a calf, thanks. But he, what he's saying is if you could lift it, right? If you could lift a calf, could you lift a cow? Because you keep lifting the calf every day while it's growing. No, you wouldn't be able to. So at what point do you stop? That's the question. When it gets too heavy. But 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 at <laughs> what point? One day you can lift it, and what is it, one more pound you can't lift it? This is like a fun thing to get into rather than anyone trying to stump you. Like, let's suppose a father carries the baby off, right? And every night the baby falls asleep... And he's carrying it up the steps to bed. At what point did he just go, I can't fucking get this full-grown dude <laughs> up the steps? That's the fun thing that you're wrestling with right now. I guess 13 years old. 13. It isn't so much of a, a question that you have to come up with an answer. But there's an actual day that it happens. This is what we, we're talking about. There's, isn't that a strange concept? There, there's an actual day where you can't lift the calf anymore. But what if there was like a day where you had like a bad day, you hadn't gotten enough sleep, you couldn't lift a calf, but the next day you had gotten plenty of rest and you could lift it again? I don't think it's a, like a black and white day. Yeah, it is a black and white day. 
It was a black and white day where there's just so much weight that you cannot lift. You know what I mean? That that one extra half a pound or even a couple ounces means you can't get that calf up anymore like you used to. I would think it would come pretty quick the way calves grow. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This is where I'd normally go to another call. Just a little happy thing there. Like once you're done the premise. Ron and Fez show, Brandon on Long Island, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey Fez, I wanted to ask you, in retrospect, are you happy that Shelby's dad died? No, he was a nice guy. The wrong one in that family died. All right. Some of these things you're not going to be able to take back, Fez. I have no intention on it. When was the calf inside Shelby's personality that you could never lift anymore? That, I would say, is probably about nine months ago. What happened? He was just, he thought he was, it was when he demanded to go back in the booth and was a smartass about it and and decided to declare it my booth on the air. And there has been nothing but fuck up since with replays with uh, the uh, Run and Fez on demand Easter egg. With timing things out, there's been nothing but fuck-ups for my booth. Let me, uh, they're my interns. Let me train them. The last batch was the worst ever after you, you took okay? them over. Okay. The, the group before MK. MK is actually excelling despite his Shelby training. Wow. Who do you consider the person who trains you? Well, I talk to Shelby the most, so... It, then Shelby, you got to give him credit for so it. i got to give Shelby I'm credit. I'm giving him no credit. The phones were uh, being written up wrong this morning. Then that's MK. Then you suck too, MK. (laughs) (laughs) That was one one call. That was just one call. Way to talk yourself out of a compliment. Is Molly coming in on Friday? Then I'd like Molly to compete against MK. The greatest intern of all time against the hot new upstart. And I'll say this, only one of them will walk out of here alive. Wow. That's... Okay. Okay. Back to your phones, Fez? <laughs> yeah. Here. Charlie in San Francisco, you're on the Ron and Fez show. What did he say? I couldn't even hear him. Jonas in Boston, you're I on the Ron... I didn't hear him. He was doing a dick and balls thing. I'm not taking homophobic calls. I don't blame you one bit. Hey, can I just say this? A lot of heterosexuals have dick and balls. Let me put down this press cube and says, mentally, you probably feel like the first day of school, but to the subscribers, it's at least the second day of school today. I think you're doing a hell of a job. Thank you. Uh, I got a lifeboat question for you, my friend, going back old school, WWF. Demolition Axe. We can only save one. I think we're going to do a lifeboat. Uh, and enough of the, I, if demolition comes up, I think I, at a certain point, I have to say, we've done a lot of, of wrestling talk. Nathan in Alberta, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, Fezzy, how's it going? Good, what can we do for you? I'm on speaker, is that working out for you guys? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the power has gone to your head. You realize that, right? 
You're like Arthur right now. You're driving around in the back of the Rolls Royce, drinking and having a great time. I would love a drink right now. Well, you have one. You're an adult. I'm not supposed to. Why aren't you supposed to? It doesn't work with my medicine or anything going on with my body. What do you mean by that? Um, it fucks up my diabetes. It, inter- it interacts there... poorly with the heart medicine I'm on. No such thing as a sugarless alcohol? I don't know. I don't know, but I know I'm not supposed to take it with other uh, heart medicines that I'm on. Yeah, I can see that. Should we bring Shelby in? Nope. I'm telling you right now, the audience is waiting for this to happen. The audience can go over to Shelby's house then and enjoy him there. Well, that's. I just want to point out to people, you are not welcome into Shelby's private quarters. I wouldn't even call that a house. I, he's below deck. But why don't we just bring him in and see... Uh, then enter- I will walk out the door but you have until to have he's done. You have to have entertainment purposes to a show, right? Yes. So can't we just bring him in for that part of it? I don't want just, him in here, no. Just to see where it is. He's not entertaining. Well, well, we'll leave it up to the audience to see. Maybe he wants to do an apology. If he wants to apologize, he can come in here. Okay. So we're going to bring Shelby in. See how that goes. I have no. If it's he, not an apology, I'm walking right out the door. We don't. don't. And I'm walking right to Don's office and telling him that. Well, where is Don's office? It's on the 37th floor. He's next to the engineers. There he is. There's Shelby. Hey guys. Hey Shelby. Hey Shelby. Fez, you remember Shelby, right? Oh, the guy who messes up the replays, yeah. yeah. But you know what? Let me just say something. I think you guys got off to a a bad start here today. Yeah, I, I jumped up to grab that mouse, but I should have taken a little slower. How's that for an apology? Sounds like a smartass to me. Well, do you consider that an apology? Yeah, I consider that an apology. Fez, works for me. Does it work for you? No. I didn't even hear an apology. I'm sorry for moving so fast to get yeah, you the Yeah, you mouse. move really fast. Fast. <laughs> now, let's say this. Would you like to apologize to Shelby? I have nothing to apologize for. Okay, he apologized to you. Your legs, your legs work like uncooked elbow macaroni. You move really quick. That premise is lost on me. So I think we're all okay now? Or okay, as we say around here. You guys want to shake? No. Would you be willing to shake, Shelby? I would love to shake. Make this AMK. I don't want to shake his hand. I'm never going to shake his hand. Ever? Never. Can I come up with a thing that might work for everybody? Curtsy. <laughs> if Shelby wants a curtsy to me, it's fine. Shelby, would you like to curtsy? With I, I'll curtsy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's really cute. Yeah. yeah. There's those quick legs moving for you. <laughs> I'm surprised the fire didn't start when they rub, rubbed together. Okay. This doesn't seem to me like you're trying to get this to work now. He just did a curtsy. Please don't tell him that curtsy was for not. <laughs> not. It's not for not. <laughs> If we were in prison right now, Fez, he'd have to hold on to your belt loop. That's how much you got on him. 
I wasn't going to bring this up, but I've been talking to Mike about a pheasant Shelby cupcake. Uh. <laughs> Don't do it, Mike. It's elbow macaroni. <laughs> With stents inside, candy coated stents. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's something. Like, I'm just pointing this out to the President of the United States, Barack Obama. If I can get these two together, at least in the same room, you can't get the Jews and the Palestinians to sit down together? In this feud, which one of us is Israel and which one is Palestine? Weirdly, you're both Palestinians. That's the thing that you don't see. It should be you two against the world. You're both uh, um, just terrible terrorists. Not that all Palestinians are. Do not take that that way. Some of you are very nice. Dump out. (laughs) Dump, Dump out of everything. I don't want them mad at me. If those crazy bastards start running in the air with fucking dynamite sticks up their ass... I think we got to a place where everybody's friends, at, at least the, at least acquaintances. Oh, I know him. I know who Shelby is. Can I do something right now that our old, like when we'd fight, my old Cub Scout den mother used to have us do? Would you guys be willing to do that? What is it? Well, we'd have to drop our pants and then lick each other's faces. <laughs> I don't know. Come to think of it, that's a... That was a weird thing to be it. I don't remember it in the manual. I get it. Manual. Get it. Tom in New Jersey, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Fezzy. Uh, you were saying that Shelby's legs are like uncooked macaroni, but isn't uncooked macaroni hard, and therefore you should have said legs are like cooked See, macaroni. here's the thing. They're going to try to pick you apart now. Yeah. Yeah, I meant brittle. Then maybe you should have said peanut brittle. Mm. Running Fed Show, Mike in Boston. Yeah, I love peanut brittle. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Fezzy, I want you to be happy. So every time, you know, I'm sad, I look look forward to things. So I'm buying a house, and I'm very excited to do that. When was the last time you got something that you were excited about? What was the last purchase, Fez, for you where it just changed your mood and made you feel good? I remember mine. What's that? Ecstasy. <laughs> it just, the next thing I know, I spent the next 12 hours jumping around. But what's the last purchase that you had that you felt great about it? I can't think of anything material. You don't like things? No, I can't think of anything. Yeah, I can't think of like... um any decoration or definitely no gadgets or anything. Yeah, sorry, I can't think of an answer. No purchases ever make you happy. Mm. No, not ecstatic like that guy was talking about. Is there something you would like to purchase? Oh, good question. My cacas and Molly's in Chicago, America's premier cupcake restaurant. By the way, the Ron Bennington's got his own cupcakes, still the number one seller. At least that's what Mike lies to me after seven years. 
I could probably get the exact number we sold I last would. year. I would. If, if this is the dark side of the moon of cupcakes, I would like to know that it's always there at the top. There's no purchase you'd like to make, Fess. No, I can't think of anything that I would want to buy. I don't want, like, Tom Brady's moat house. <laughs> yeah. There's no car that I would want. But what just about a little thing? A pair of boots, a canoe. There's a lot of things in life that can make people happy. A canoe would really make me nervous. Um, I'd like to see you out on the Hudson in a canoe. Just canoeing along. Maybe one of those X-Fighter drones. Did you see those? Yeah, that's on the Interabang.com. That, um... Nothing. There's not a thing. I can't think of anything. All right, why don't you go back to your phones, Fez? Rob in Boston, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, guys. Hey, Mikey, anytime I go into Chicago, I love stopping by Molly's to go get uh, a dozen or so uh, Ron Bennington's and bring them back. Do you always say hi to Mike? I like to when he's on. Now, do you like all the attractive waitresses that he seems to hire? They're not so bad to uh, to look at and to help you out. They're, they're a pretty good bunch there. They are a good bunch. Yeah. Yeah, good Who's been with you the longest? Uh, Gina. Really? Yeah. Gina's been there for over five years, as far as the front of house. Front of house. Front of house, yeah. So, so thanks, Rob. To, oh, there's more. Oh, my qu- oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So my question to Fez was, Fez, I know you're a big DC guy, and I haven't heard you bring up The Flash in, uh, on CW, and there's rumors that Grant Gustin is gay as well, so I didn't know, I thought that would be a show up your alley. I say that about all actors, though. I pass that rumor around all the time. <laughs> Fez, you watch Flash, Master of the Universe. No, I don't watch the Flash on the CW. It's so just like Smallville, and I spent year ten years watching Smallville. I mean, it's exactly the same, except with the Flash instead of Superman, where everyone gets powers because heard, of one single event. I never event. heard you talk about Smallville, let alone watching it for 10 years. You've never once brought it up on the show. Yeah, I thought it was something stupid that probably shouldn't be talked about. But it's... Is this, I, is this the uh, song? No, this is from the Flash Gordon movie. Still great, though. Watch the show now. Yeah. Hey, no one ever brings this up, but Freddie Mercury always came off as a little gay. <laughs> but he never would say that, you know, back in the day. Yeah. He said he had a girlfriend in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. Cooch in Arizona, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Cousins, how you doing? What can we do for you? How do you think uh, March Madness is going to pan out? You think Kentucky's going to steamroll everybody? Right now they're 30-0. and 0. Uh, Everybody else seems to be up and down. Uh, the, the top four seems kind of solid with uh, Duke, Villanova, Virginia, Kentucky. I think Who, Lisa Traeger's going to power through. She advanced to another round at Caroline's on Broadway in their uh, <laughs> Comedy Madness tournament. Tournament? Is there going to be a bracket challenge, eliminator challenge? Uh, no, um, we're not doing one for that uh, this year. But 
Every year I vote, I root for Villanova. Nova looks good, man. They're in fourth right now. Uh, Every year. I don't care what they look like. I'm always pulling for them. Yeah, I think it might be a good year for them. I should get a shot. Unless there. Temple's anyway. playing or Drexel. Take it easy, boys. Trey Santorano, you're on the Runner Fest show. Fez. Fez. Fantastic job. I just want to say hello and tell you that it's fantastic that you're captain of the ship. And uh, we love you here in Canada. And I want to ask you a question, gentlemen, because it's been bothering me. What do you wear in the studio when you come into work? Are you dressed? Are you wearing clothes? Are you actually dressed? Is it cold in there? Well, you're obviously not a fan if you don't know I'm wearing my gay shirt. That shirt has had sex with other shirts. Or blouses. I guess gays wear blouses, right? <laughs> they wear shirts. Because every time I meet a, a gay couple, I always say this, to break the ice. Now, which one of you is the woman? <laughs> <laughs> How does that work for you? So far, so fucking good. <laughs> but which one normally is the woman? The smaller one? No, I, d- I don't think there's any formula, set formula to it. Well, what would what would you be more comfortable with? Well, I would I would be a bottom. So wouldn't that be considered the woman? Yeah, but you're both guys, so I don't think there's any woman in it. So your desire to be a bottom is you want something in your ass. Yeah. <laughs> there's um there's a gay couple I know in Florida that I can't tell who's the top and who's the bottom. Who's the woman? Just be like me. Just say it straight out. Which one of you dudes is the woman? And Hurry up and tell me, because I've been freaking out. And it's not always, you know, just exclusive. I mean... Sometimes I'm the woman, sometimes this dude's the woman. They'll say stuff like that. Guys do flip-flop. Hmm. You know a lot about this stuff, as I don't know anything about it. Oh, I thought you were thinking a lot about it in between the pauses. Because sorry. No, you don't have to be sorry at all, but it's just the thing that you would think that... How how long have you been gay now? Um, I came out publicly three years ago. You would think in three years, and you have these gay people that you've known for a long time, you would say, hey, I'm curious how this works. What keeps you reserved? What keeps you from saying that? Um, I guess nervousness. That they'll turn on you? No, that, you know, that um, when it comes time to do something, I won't be able to do it. You think these two want to fuck, fuck you? Is that what you're saying? No. These two want to have sex with you? No. That... I bet they would since you're... He's... Leave what... Shelby. No, wait. Leave... I'll go. I will head right out the door. I don't fucking care. Shelby, leave. You at least got to answer my question, Fess. Why don't you say, look, would you two guys like to bang me in the ass? I guess because I don't want to hear the answer. What do you think the answer would be? No. I know if I was out with my buddy, you know, even if we were a couple, I'd still say we ought to bang that dude in the ass. Particularly since she's never had it happen, right? Right, yeah. Any toys? Tried a toy once, really hurt. Let me guess, G.I. Joe? (laughs) It was more of a Lego, which was a problem. Really? No. Oh. What was it? Um, it was a dildo. 
He's laughing. Shelby, you, you, you guys say, pick. Who is it? Me or him? Is there a vote? That goes I guess down? So. he's not leaving, so I will head out the door. You're running this thing. I don't. I can't even do the phones without you. Shelby can come over here and run it. He. Nobody wants to. Shelby, hear. get the fuck out of the studio. Fine. I don't fucking care. Fez. 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 Jump, do you want me to jump on the phones then? Or? I want you to get them back, Shelby. Right. Get them back. I'm going to go get them back. That was for your laughing when Fess said dildo. <laughs> now I can't even go to the phones because we passed that thing all the way over there. I'll take over the phones. You want to take the phones? Just a matter of Probably clicking. <laughs> it's just a matter of clicking. Oh, good. That little fuck up needs to stay out of here. We got to get you guys to talk fast. That's what happened. I have nothing to say to him. He laughed because you said dildo. We all in the room laughed. Why are you mad at him? You were showing me that he was mocking me out. But we were all laughing. No, we were all laughing. But I thought that you would. There's think a total fucking difference. Well, let's let him explain himself at least. <laughs> he can. Uh, fine, I'll be out in the hall. You can't. Uh, what if one of you goes? If you go out. And then he comes in and says this thing, and then he walks back in. Would that help? Like if you guys just both keep walking in and out. That, that'll work as long as I'm not in here with him. Or one, what about this? Just shut your eyes and close your ears while he's talking. And then he has to shut his eyes and close his ears while you're talking. No, that would mean he's in the same room. Yeah, but this way it's a mature way that we're handling it. All right, he's in the other room. Does that work for you? That's fine. Shelby, what made you laugh about Dildo? Just they're they're crazy. I mean, they're where you're putting them. The the whole concept of them, really. You can brilliant see. answer. But I mean, you can see he's a youngster. Now, Shelby, when I pointed at you, why didn't you stop laughing when I gave you the don't laugh point? I was just so far into it that I I just couldn't stop. I think you can understand that, as he had the, the church giggles, as we used to call them. As long as he's not in here, fuck him. Would you like to apologize, Shelby? I'm sorry at laughing at you putting a dildo inside of yourself. Fine, what? stay in the other room. Would you like to apologize to him for losing your temper? No. We gotta squash this thing. You know, Fez, you threw that door with a lot of anger, by the way, too. I know. I hurt myself uh, doing it. How? Pain shot across me. From just throwing a door? Yeah. It was like the calf. It was too heavy. I shouldn't have tried it. Dan in Texas, you're on the Run and Fest show. Ronnie! 
Yes, sir. I got my subscription back. I've been gone from SiriusXM for about a year. I uh, just got the satellite signal, and I've been listening for the last 15 minutes, and it's like I never left. Fezzi's still a virgin, and he's still crying, and Shelby's still chewing on his ass. It is Groundhog's Day. But there is some comfort in that, right, Fez? Not really. Well, what would you like to happen, Fez? Well, what would be your dream? I don't know, if I wasn't so crazy. So you think that you're crazy? If I wasn't so nervous. Do you think you could be taking some of that out on Shelby? No. No, he's just a disrespectful little prick. Mm. Uh, Let me ask you this. Would you ever shake Shelby's hands? No. What if it meant to feed sick children? No, sorry. You could stop AIDS in Africa? No. You could give all your nieces perfect health forever? No. It wouldn't be worth it to shake Shelby's hand? No. What if you didn't shake his hand, a family member would die? I'm, I'm, uh, my condolences to my family. Would you still go to the funeral? Yeah. And if people said to you, all you had to do was shake hands. I'd say you'd never met him. Fed's back on the phones. Moving his mouse. Ben in West Virginia. He's ready to click his mouse, and he's going to Ben in West Virginia. Hey, There's Ben's response. Still waiting on Fezzes. What can we do for you, Ben? What can we do for you, Ben? Uh, Fezzy, in honor of the fact that spring training has started in uh, near your hometown of Pinellas Park, Florida, have you ever used the term uh, pitcher and catcher for your homosexual activity? You're a catcher. You're looking for a pitcher. I've heard that term used, but I've never heard gay people use it. Fez just wraps up with that car and ready to go for the next one. We'll see if he goes back to the what can we do for you. John Callie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Fez, uh, do you feel like you're uh, acting like a bully towards, uh, towards your guy there? What's his name? Who? I think he's talking about Shelby, Shelby. since no one Shelby. thinks he's bullying Ron. Nope, I don't think so. You don't feel like you're pushing him around? No. What part of that? Oh. P- what part of the answer didn't you get? Uh-oh, you're going to be bully just, talk. Just to me, it seems like you're pushing around. But... Well, it seems to me like you got cut off. Because <laughs> using the phones against the callers. Still looking back over another call. He Jack in Maine. I just wanted to get this straight, Fez. You can't let a fart out, but you try to put a dildo in? I didn't say it worked. How far did you get? Not very far. The lube? Yeah. With what? Spry? Some Vaseline. Oh, you don't want to use that. Yeah. Oh, see there? I'm learning something already. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently that's bad for you. That's not good for you, Fez. You don't want the Vaseline. Look up. He's giving you the things. You never want to use Vaseline for those purposes. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you use? Um, There's sex tubes. Yeah. There's a little sex. Probably a water lubricant. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's bad about the Vaseline? It doesn't break itself down. 
so it just kind of stays there. Oh, and I think it that creates more friction actually than than lube. Yeah, Vaseline shouldn't show up anywhere outside the 1930s. Yeah. <laughs> do do do. Ryan in Minnesota, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie, don't make a buck 380. Fezzy, uh, just curious. I've always been fascinated by your numbering system of individuals. What would you assign Mr. Will Forte? He is a six. You would think and, he would be a four because of Forte, but no, he's a six. <laughs> you know what? That's the same as Shelby. Shelby's a zero. Seriously, you gave him a six on the show, right? Yeah. And Do you think that maybe this thing that you have towards Shelby is the way that some of us felt like when we were in third grade, like we wanted to chase the cute girl? No. Not I'm at all. I pick it up on that. How big was the dildo fest? It wasn't very big. It was like even the circumference wasn't very big. I, I don't have a specific size for you. Chris has one of those fuck chairs at his house. Maybe I ought to borrow that from him. It's a rocking chair with a dildo in the middle. Jimmy in New York, you're on the run of Fez show. Fezzy, what's going on, buddy? I got a uh, two-part question for you. Uh, the dildo itself, uh, now I know you don't know the actual size, but was it a suction to the floor or the wall type, or were you actually putting it in with your hand? It was a handheld. I don't okay. even know if that's the proper uh, uh, we'll industry that. term. Um, what about, did you sniff it afterwards? That's the second part. No, I did not. Okay. Because I think, uh, I don't want to tell you when to break, but it seems like we haven't broke yet today. No, we haven't. What about this? When when we come back, you and Shelby playing a board game. I just want to wait for you guys to connect together. No, unless he can play from the other room. Well, he's got to be, he'll be on that side of the room. No, I don't want him in here. But you've got to be able to see him for the clues. We're doing charades. Mm-hmm. I'll pick a different partner. There's only one guy, Shelby. Oh, then no. This is team building that I'm trying to do with everybody. That kid does not want to be part of any team. He refuses. He's always refused to talk to me. He's me, refused to talk to Chris. Let me see real quick. Shelby, would you be willing to team build? I would love to do some team building. Liar. Okay, I got him halfway, Fez, and I need you. I'm not in. Charades, when we get back... Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy Hits Channel 99. Welcome back to the Ron and Fez show. I want to remind everybody that this Friday on OP Radio at 7 a.m., Bennington, Ron Bennington, Gail Bennington, no relation, still no uh, house band chosen yet. 
but that's coming up. Hey, I'm looking up, and look who is walking in from Molly's in Chicago. It's our good friend, Mike Kaka. That's his uh, entrance music. Wow, hi everybody. How are you all today? Good to see you. Good to see you guys too. Did you have some jokes torn right from the uh, newspaper? (laughs) Uh, I don't want to say wild stuff. Don't want to say it's cold today in New York, but uh, you know, there's a new uh, Tonight Show, uh, and the host name is Jim Fallon. Jim Fallon, and he does something fun. Jim will bring people out and have them play games together. And that's what I want to do with Fez and Shelby. So let's bring Shelby in. I don't want Shelby in here. But for the sake of the show, and so that we can rip off Jim Fallon. Like, uh, they might play um, horseshoes or something like that. So... uh, Shelby, you know Fez, right? Yeah, we're we we're, we've been acquainted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Fez, you know Shelby. Fuck him. So we want you guys to play this together. Dirty password. Dirty password. Okay. Now, uh, Fez, please put your fingers in your ears. Turn your back so that you can't see this. Um, I don't have any paper. It got thrown out. I'll just do this for you, Shelby. You have to listen to it. Fez, can you hear me at all right now? He's not saying anything. And the password is stick. The password is stick. <laughs> Fez? Fez? I'm going to have to chuck something over there, but... There we go. Okay. He's going to give you a password, a dirty password... And you'll see if you can get it. Uh, admittedly, this is close to what Jim Fallon does on The Tonight Show <laughs> with uh, Questlove. But let's see. Here's your dirty password clue. You put this inside You know of what a password is? You can only say one word. Uh, vagina. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just calling you by name, Shelby. <laughs> I think uh, it's uh, 10 to 9. Let's go. Dildo. Vibrator. Sorry. Three points. Uh, masturbate. Batch. Wait, we're not even getting close. You got one more. Penis. Sex. And I'm sorry, guys. The password was cuntstick. The password was cuntstick. I feel I was close. uh, Fingers in your ears. Eyes are closed. Can you hear me now, Shelby? He cannot hear at all. The password is jizz bucket. The password is jizz bucket. Shelby, back in. Fez, go ahead. Come. Uh, nut. Pale. Ghost. Container. Ghost container. Jizz catcher. Ooh! One more. Handle. 
cum dumpster. Oh, so close. Sorry, the password was cum bucket. Ah, cum bucket. It's a dirty password. You guys having fun? I'm not. Time of my life. Yeah. All right, back in, Fez, for you. The password is faggot. The password is faggot. You're back, Fez. Fezzy. Jesus Christ, I got nothing else I can throw. He's He could really go inside there. There we go. I have nothing I can throw. I have no papers, Fez. Sorry. Go ahead, uh, Shelby. Gay. Fez. Michael Sam. Athlete. You. I already said Fez. Oh boy. Homosexual. Gay. Queer. You, you are treading on thin <laughs> ice. <laughs> Fuck face. Uh, uh, let's see. Prop 41. Or Prop 8. Marriage. I'm sorry, let's turn it all over. The password, of course, was gay marriage. Gay marriage. Shouldn't be able to get that. You guys haven't gotten one yet. Well, Fez looks like it's back to the phones for us, isn't it? Ralph, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Quick question. Fez, how long do you think you could hold your breath before passing out? Longer than you can stay on the line. <laughs> I think we can take down the password music. Starts to sound crazy. Joe, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, I just wanted to wish you a happy one-year anniversary of saying Pack Rack. Happy Pack Rack Day, buddy. I'm sure I've said it more times since then. I don't know. Oh, why don't you call back when you do? You don't, you're angry with the callers today, Fez? They're just trying to get me upset, to have a heart attack, to start crying, whatever. You don't want to do this? I'm just going to hang up on them if they're, if they're going to be dicks. All right, so uh, this uh, was sent from the accounting department over at Molly's. Here are the three top sellers. And by the way, every one of these is an amazing amount of cupcakes sold. I didn't know people. Because I know there's only 365 days. Uh, Cookie Monster was number three. That's shocking to me. That must be a lot of children ordering that one. Adults order a Cookie Monster? Oh, yeah. Isn't it blue? No, that one's the cake batter is the blue one. Cookie Monster has the little chocolate chip cookie on top and the chocolate chip cookie dough inside. All right, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. The Red Velvet, which we'll never fall out of. People just love Red Velvet. Uh, And then the uh, Ron Bennington has his own cupcake, still number one, because of chocolate, peanut butter, and butterscotch. Yep. Did you like uh, Dirty Password, Fez? I would have liked it better if I had a different uh, person to play with. Come on. you got to be at the point now where you're starting to team build. 
Maybe should I have you guys fall backwards in each other's arms? What if I have you guys fall backwards on each other's dicks? Would you be willing to do that <laughs> as a team building exercise? I'll fall backwards on him. Onto my dick? Because I will squash squash the fuck out of him. You can't Yokozuna this thing, Fess. That would be wrong. There's you no know way those pipe cleaners are catching me. That sounds like you're making fun of his physicality. You don't want to do that. I'm just stating a fact that he wouldn't be able to catch me. We'll let you go back to the phones, Fess. Eric in Ohio, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, I just wanted to let you know you're a better man than I am. If I'd have had to put up with Shelby this long, he pissed me off as much as he pissed you off. I'd have done punched him in a cocksucker by now. I appreciate the sentiment, but not the word. Thank you. Yeah. That's like almost anti-gay. Yeah, very much. Remy in Missouri, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hi, um... I had a friend that was in a really bad accident, and I tweeted a GoFundMe page at Ron and Fez's Twitter account. I was wondering if you guys give a retweet on that. She had like 19 bones broken her body. She's like $3,000 for insurance deductible. We'll see what we can do. And you can always, if the if you have something like that, you can always submit your information to the unfiltered page on the com. You can send in all the information on the fundraiser and whatever else is going on with your friend. You know, everybody's got to go fund me like that. It's really hard to, you know, if you do one, you got to do a million. It's very tough. Uh, what's your Twitter name, sir? He's gone. I'm just going to guess that it's PD Joe and retweet him. Did that giant dog head go up yet? This dog has the largest head I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen a head that big. I actually, when I first saw it, I thought maybe they were making fun of us. That dog has two moons circling its head. So a lot of people writing in uh, that they're upset with this lady because the they have kids, and then they have this giant dog, this giant pit bull, which I didn't even know they made him that fast, big. But the lady says she's the dog's great with the pit, with the children. That's what they say about everyone, and then rips faces off. Look at the size of that. <laughs> A baby would disappear within seconds. 173 pounds. They're fucking... And it's all head. I've never seen... It's like if Rosie O'Donnell was a dog. The head is humongous. He wouldn't even be able to see that he was eating a child. His head is too big that his eyes wouldn't be able to see his mouth. I think big dogs like that don't get angry. I think it's the little dogs that are angrier. I think a big giant dog like that you could trust. That's what the kids were picturing in the sandlot when they were like yeah. trying to get their ball back. That's what they yeah, actually thought. What was, was the name there. of that dog in that? The Beast. <laughs> that was great fucking scenes. David in Seattle, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Fez. Hello? Yeah, what do you want? Okay, so uh, as, a, as a younger person, I would say even in, into an adulthood, uh, one of the more emotionally fulfilling aspects of sex is that the idea that someone else finds you satisfactory to have sex with. 
All right, what's your point? I think that this Fez Watley character doesn't feel that he is uh, worthy of his success and not worthy of uh, anyone's sexual attention, and that's why you have such a, a, a hard time uh, being forward about, uh, you know, getting into a sexual situation. Oh, I have low self-esteem. You cracked the case, Dr. Kojak. But do you think what he's saying? Do you think that's because of sexual things? Do you think that if you had sex, your esteem would be higher? Um, I don't know. It might feel like an accomplishment, but I, I don't know how long it would stay with me. Why? Why are you only looking at the negative part of that, though? Why not say, yeah, that would be an accomplishment? I yeah, it would. But I mean, if somebody felt that way about you, why would you then say you're almost saying that you could never be happy no matter what happened to you? Oh no, I didn't. I then I misunderstood. I thought he meant just having sex. Yeah. Why wouldn't that be that build thing for you? Wouldn't you feel good about yourself? I would feel good about myself. But then you said you didn't think it would stick. Yeah, I I I would hope so. But I mean, if if I was in a relationship with somebody, see, here's the deal. I, that that would be great. Yeah. But see, here's the deal. The weird thing is, people are attracted to confidence, whether you like it or not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you are giving off the don't want us. You know what I mean? Your low self esteem is keeping you from the thing that'll give you higher self esteem. I can understand that. Now, one of the great coxmen of our lifetime, Fez, and I'm speaking about Manio, was Jack Nicholson. Now, Jack, not necessarily a tall guy, not necessarily a good-looking guy, yet women were crazy about him because of two reasons. A, he was confident, sure. where it seemed like he knew who he was, and B, he gives off the look of a man who could uh, give off a lot of pleasure. Through that self-esteem. Yeah, I would agree with that. Why not work towards that? Why not find the Jack Nicholson in you? Yeah, I... Let me change that for you. Burt Reynolds in you. Because of the mustache. Can I tell you something right now if I was you? I'd come in tomorrow with that mustache dyed jet black. In a very Burt Reynolds way. Should I dye everything black like Burt Reynolds had? Where's the confidence in that question? You see what I'm saying? No. Would Burt Reynolds go like this to wanna, to Jerry Reed? Should I dye everything black? Or would he not have some Burt Reynolds fun with it? See what I'm saying there? Mm-hmm. You, The way you asked the question did not give off your confidence. You got to start with the confidence even before the jet black mustache. Okay, so I'm just going to do the mustache black. But see, again, you're trying to guess the right answer. Did you ever see Burt Reynolds try to guess the right answer? No, not except on that Burt Convy game show. Let that one go. He didn't know what he was doing. I'll trust you on that. I mean, bringing up Burt Convy there did seem a little crazy. Let it go. Let it just fucking go. It just goes by us. I honestly think that you should talk to Shelby right now. 
I have nothing to say to him. Shelby doesn't talk to anyone. He thinks he knows it all. Would you listen to me? Because you can sound like Burt Reynolds instead of an old lady. Right now you're complaining like you're Shelby's grandmother. What you want to do is talk to him like you were Burt Reynolds. And would Burt have gotten upset about anything? What would he have done? Burt would have kicked his ass. Or just what? Put them in a 1970s muscle car, and they would go for a fucking road trip together. He hung, Bert hung around with a lot of weird dudes. Jim Neighbors, Charles Nelson Riley. You know, it was an odd fucking group that used to roll around together. Tom DeLuise. Because we're not going to go through each weirdo. The fucking point is this. you got to start chewing gum, and you got to find the Bert inside yourself. That's all. Adam in Virginia, you're on the Run and Fez show. What's up, buddy? I, I bet Fez would love to find a bird inside himself. Um, hey, Ronnie. Did you, you hear the up? uproarious applause and laughter your stupid joke got? I hope not, because that would mean you're hallucinating. This doesn't sound like Bert right now. This doesn't sound like a guy who's confident and having fun. Uh, I'm not having fun with these downer. dicks. What, let Bert have fun with them. The bird inside. Or even old Fez Watley. He left him on. Is there anything more, Fez? I, did, I, did, I didn't think he was dying, but oh, he's gone now. Hey. Too late. Jimmy in New Jersey, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Fez, thanks for taking my call. Um, I wanted to ask you, if aliens were to attack New York City, would you stay in your apartment, or would you or would you rather go to Ron's house and be with him? Well, I'd rather be with Ron, wherever that is. I mean, if his neighborhood was getting attacked, it probably wouldn't be the most prudent thing to run over there. Thanks, buddy. I really uh, know I could count on you in a or, jam like that. Or vice versa. Yeah. Maybe we could meet here at the studio. It, it just depends on where, what part of the city's sure. being the aliens are going after. Let me run through a bunch of alien, uh, aliens on the way to meet you halfway. <sighs> Fuck. I should have met you halfway when I was in the hospital that time. That was my fuck-up. I should have met you on the top of the Queensboro Bridge. Oh, thanks for coming over, Fez. Wait in Toronto. Afternoon, Ron and Fez. He told you to wait. Sorry. I'm sorry, Fez. He went without. Quick question. Been listening for a long time. Why, after all this time, have you not fired Shelby if it seems to be the biggest problem? Uh, that you'd have to contact Don Wicklin over. Well, it's the but but I think it's a fantastic question. But it's the Ron and Fez show. Why is it management? Because Shelby's a serious XM employee. There's a nice picture Shelby put up of Burt Reynolds. To wearing a hat. Look what's on the hat, too, Fez. Your home state of Florida. Oh, yeah. Looks like he has a giant belt, furry belt buckle on his hat.
on the Fez show. Hey, Fezzy. You said you weren't having any fun with any of those dicks. This is Pete from Pittsburgh. I think that's part of your problem. You need dicks to have fun with. Start finding some dicks. Thank you. Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez show. Hello. What can we do for you? I just want. Ron and Fez show. Hey, Fez, I think you had a great accomplishment today when you shut Ronnie down after he tried to get you in trouble with Shelby about making comments about his body, you were just pointing out the fact, I think I'm with you. I think you're finally standing up to Ron. Let's let's get a chance started. Fuck Ron Bennington. Fuck Ron Bennington. Asshole. Fuck Ron Bennington. 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 Sit in Canada. Man. You're on Ron, the, the Ron and Fez show. How's it going? Oh, no. Fuck Ron Bennington. Face! Party at the Moon Tower. You got anything, Sid? Yes, I do. Party at I the Moon Tower. For, I got a question for Fezzy. Go ahead. All right, Fez. Listen, hypothetical situation. Go into McDonald's, and ISIS is sitting on one side, Shelby sitting on the other. Who do you eat with? That's not even close. I'm buying Happy Meals for ISIS. Out of boy. Oh boy. Punch and out. <sighs> so. Mike, how's everything going at Molly's? Is this good? <laughs> yeah, it's going pretty well. Who's uh, got the stick while you're here in New York? Who's uh, in charge? Gina, the general manager. She's in charge. And, but she's uh, bleeding that place dry. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you walk out of there and those kids rolling kegs right behind you. <laughs> they Dad, probably it's are. It's been like a five-day keg party. Yeah, Dad's hey, gone. Did, did you get the opportunity to go to that gallery that you wanted to go to? I did not. I did not make it. You didn't see the Stephen Mizell's? No, and I kind of came for that, so it was a bit of a disappointment. That's like going to the Super Bowl and then forgetting to go to the game. Yeah, and as far as I know, he's only really had only one other gallery exhibit in his Is that life. right? Yeah, there could be others, but I didn't, I've only known of one other, and that was, I think it was in Paris that he did it. You know, uh, and I think you were the first person who brought up Stephen Mizell, the photographer's name to me, but since then, most of the research that I do on anybody in the arts, his name pops up. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, he's a remarkable man. I mean, just, it's absolutely one of the greatest creative talents around. Well, Fez, you loving having the stick over there today? You loving running the phones? No, I don't like it. Why? Uh, the phone callers just try to be assholes. What was the best call you got today? This one? Fuck Ron Bennington. And what was the worst call you got? This one? Fuck oh. you, Fez Wally! 
The best one was the one, uh, the guy who wanted to punch Shelby in the mouth. Do you like Twitter? Fuck all you Twitter responders. But there's a lot of bad things that we've all said over the years. Yeah. How you doing with that Burt Reynolds thing? Still doing the impression? Still finding your inner Burt Reynolds? Haven't found it yet. Maybe you need to find an inner Bruce Willis. Shave the head down. Who to you is Mr. Confidence? Um... Derek Jeter. I have no idea. I didn't know that you're a baseball guy. I'm not. Well, what have you seen about Derek Jeter that gives you confidence? It seems like he gets uh, confidence gets talked about him when he was playing. Even though you've never seen the games? Never. Not one. I'll let you just go back to the phones. Christy in New York. Hi, Ron. Hi, Seth. Hey, what are you selling today, Christy's? Uh, nothing. <laughs> um, I'm actually calling to let Seth know that he's not alone. I'm having an overwhelming and anxious day. I wanted to see what he does to get through it because I already had a meltdown in the office. I don't get through it. Yeah. <laughs> supposed to be building her. I have the meltdowns in the office. Yeah. Well, at least know that you're not alone. I think when you made those amends with uh, Shelby... I didn't make any amends with him. But you ended up playing Dirty Password together. Not one answer right with his shitty clues. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I got to go. Thank you guys so much for getting me through my day. Bye, Christy. Bye. John on Long Island. Uh, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Hey, Sazzy. A few minutes ago, did you call Ron an asshole? I had a comment to me. Nope. I really did. It's a nice try, asshole. No, but you know what? You Not put really me in my place, and I admire that. Good job, buddy. I was being an asshole, Fez. You got me. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the callers. But still, even if you were, I had a comment to me. Yeah, it's done. I'm not going to lie to you. But it was also a wake-up call. And I'm going to use it now, you know? Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks for being a straight shooter is what I'm trying to say. I guess you're right. I guess sometimes I take pleasure in the uncomfortability of others. Like when Shelby was in trouble. That kind of made me laugh. Worried I'm locking up here. No one's answering me. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. Just call me an asshole again. I got it coming. Or a dick bag. I'm not going to do that. You already did it. I had it. No, that was me talking to the callers. So I don't know what to do. You want to play another one of Jim Fallon's games? 
you and Shelby, Indian leg wrestle on the ground? I didn't know that was a Tonight Show game. Well, can't we have some of our own things? I mean, we're not complete thieves, are we? <laughs> Even an asshole like me can come up with an idea every once in a while. <laughs> hey, where's Joe Liss? I thought Joe Liss was coming in today. Looks like he's coming up right now. Then it sounds like we should be telling the Twitter followers to get mad at him and send them where's Joe List. What's his Twitter? Oh, I don't have all my papers That's on the ground. At Joe List Comedy. At Joe List Comedy and ask him where the hell is he? He's late today. You know, the only time that a comedian isn't late is when Jeffrey Gurian is in charge of them. He keeps a tight schedule. Schedule if we were in England. Hey, do we get the Fox Sports? Uh, Fox Soccer should be 310 on like Time Warner. I don't know if we get Time Warner here, but there's a Premier League game. Nobody even answers me in this fucking room. It's crazy. I'm going to check. Thanks. At Joe List Comedy to find out where he is. You see how much he's like you, though, Fez, with the just if he does answer you, it's like a couple of words. He's a dick. Dick and an asshole. Was he he was shooting it the wrong way? Yeah. Talk about a dick. Producer really knows the studio. <laughs> Who was supposed to train him? That would have been Chris. 400. And 401. Let's try that. Why don't you change it with your bony little fingers, elbow macaroni? Fez, I'll let you pick the topic. Ron and Fed Show. Who's this? This is Steve. Steve, what can we do for you? Well, says he's not going to have get better until he admits that Ron shits on him. I don't agree with that. Yeah, no well, problem putting that collar up, though, huh? Well, they're not getting screened in the booth, so I went to it blindly. If you think I shit on you, Fez, I apologize. I don't think so. You got a point. That's for sure. You got a real point there. Oblio. Holy shit. This fucking kid is working on sharpness. Joe List is here. And he has his own song. And it goes like this.
the Highlander champion, uh, still champion, and your uh, gift got thousands of dollars for charity, which was fantastic. Oh, yeah. How, what, how much did that end up being? A couple of thousand bucks. Oh, great. And uh, went to um, a, a guy who had a, a brain tumor, had a family, needed to help, blah, blah, blah. It all went fantastic. Oh, great. Uh, what's going on with you lately, Joe? Uh, not too much. Happy to be here. A lot of traveling, running around, wet you, feet. You are, uh, you know, you seem to be the buzz right now. Oh, is that right? Your name comes up. Wow. Constantly. I would love to think that that is true. Yeah, it is true. How many podcasts are you involved with? Two. Robert Kelly's podcast. Yeah. As much as possible. Although I'm gone a lot of the time now. And then my own podcast, Tuesdays with Stories. You know, uh, Robert Kelly had asked me to do that podcast. Yeah. I couldn't do it. And then he never asked me again. Oh, because I think he's probably self-conscious that you're busy. That's why I get asked all the time. Because he's like, Joe List, he's got nothing. Yeah, Ask him no. every week. No, no, no. That's not true, Joe. Well, I you think are it the might buzz be. of the industry right now. Well, I appreciate that. I'll take it. I've always wanted to be buzz. Uh, Shelby, do you have the, all the plugs for Joe List? You're going to be plug guy today. Joe will be at the Laugh Fest yes. in Grand Rapids I'm this going weekend. To that. Are you really? Yeah, I want to see. I want to see how you are in another state. <laughs> I've seen you in New York, and you kill. Oh, thank you. This is. I'm, I'm doing the clean showcase. Which Do you is like to work clean? I don't uh, particularly, but they can. They convinced me that I was clean enough. I'm doing 20 minutes, and I had to do the thing where I was like, are you sure it's not 20 minutes, the early show, and then a different 20 minutes, the second show, because right. I got about 20 minutes. Uh, and I'm not a filthy act, but I talk about sex a lot, and uh, a lot of is a lot of penises involved in well, my you did, act. Well, uh, you did the Letterman show, and you were clean all during that, I did. and you destroyed. Oh, thank you. But that's and, like four and a half minutes or whatever. But just do that five times longer. You yeah, know, like, gonna, do that same thing five times longer. i got to really kill hard after every joke. <laughs> applause is applause the whole thing. Applause breaks. Yeah. How many applause breaks did you get, by the way? Did uh, you count them up? At one point I did count and yeah. knew the number, but I don't know off the top of my head. But I think it was go, like six-ish. Yeah, though. you got a lot, and I remember being at my house going like this. Another applause break, oh, another man. applause break. I like coming here. I feel good. I feel you great. You should feel good. It. Others don't treat you this way? No, not at all. They throw coffee in my face and kick me in the testicles. I don't like that. No, I don't like it either. Yeah, well, I don't like that at all. I might be into it if it was like a pre-planned thing with yeah. a friend. By the way, we uh, do a thing here like the Jim Fallon show where we play different games. You know uh -huh. how I love he has people play games? Yeah. So any games you might be playing. Well, earlier we played Dirty Password, mm -hmm. but you might end up playing like blind charades it's like charades where you can't see each other oh interesting or uh or just something called donut donut tequila uh-huh i don't even know what that is yet we're just oh, okay. working it out all right i kind of need the donut i have a, <laughs> have a moderate uh, drinking problem <laughs> that i've got under wraps so do you feel like you've got it under wraps uh I've, i'm doing well you know it's a day-to-day -day thing but i'm doing well i don't think it is day-to-day -day. and i told people over there at the program like i said i think i can do it week to week oh. i think i can get <laughs> One week this week clean and then be back on sun i can't be here every day right week to week i can oh, that's not bad now uh you know fez can't drink, but not for addiction purposes. You can't drink because you had hepatitis C. Yeah, would, is that what it is? Is that what's wrong with you? It, one drop will be like acid on no, the what liver. Is it? What oh, is wow. it that you have? It's uh, type two diabetes, and oh. you get that from sex with strangers. 
you can't possibly get it that way if now, I have ty- it. You're not born with type 2 diabetes, right? No, you develop it. But then you can cure it if you eat properly. Um, yeah, you can get, you're always going to be there, but you can get your levels down. That's like right. Joe with the drinking. And towards the a normal level. Yeah. Same thing. Herpes, HPV, all that stuff. The thing about herpes is I love spreading it. That's my thing. I want everybody to be as miserable as me. Right. Yeah. And that's why I always say to women, I'll have sex with you, but with the light off. And if you feel something scratchy, <laughs> just don't pay attention to it. I have a lot of tattoos on my penis. I have uh, only ailments that never go away. Is Alcoholism, right? panic disorder, herpes. You know, Three Fez, things permanent. Now, Fez has a panic disorder. He deals with it. Th- well, yesterday was a terrible day for him, and I'll tell you why. This studio wasn't working, so we had to go to another studio. Uh And there was a point. Now, you would not think of us going to another studio. That was so bad that I was in a long talk with Fez in the hallway, and his eyes wouldn't even focus on me. And it was all because we're in another studio. And I remember saying to Fez, it's radio. No one gives a fuck about it. Like right. this, if we were operating on a baby, mm-hmm. you know, and they said at the last moment, oh, you're in a different place and you're going to use tools that you've never had before. Ugh. I could see some amount of panic, but radio, no one ever holds you to. Right. No one ever says two years ago, you guys had a lousy show. Right. By the way, if I had a baby and, and, and he or she was sick, I'd be okay with you guys working on it. I feel, I feel like, like I could do it. Yeah, because- I feel like... I mean, I don't. I'm not ready to do an adult operation, <laughs> but a baby operation, yeah, I could do it. The parts are much smaller. It'd be easier. Yeah, they're little parts, and it's a little heart, little kidney, little everything. Yeah. You know what I would do if I cracked the baby's chest open and I saw that little heart? I'd be like this. Ah, look at that little thing. Look at that little heart. Who got a little heart? <laughs> I felt like if it wasn't for the schooling, I'd be operating on people right now. I'm not going to put through with the schooling. I'm not going to be tested by the fucking state. Right. I know I can do it. I always feel that way about school in general. I loved uh, learning and reading, but the homework and all the, the business, the tests, I, I didn't, it didn't care for I didn't for like it. that either. I didn't like the pressure. I never believed in homework. I took a stance against homework when I was a kid. I've never done a paper. I, I, the, the homework is crazy because my parents work nine hours a day. Mm-hmm. I'm at school six and a half hours a day, and then I was an athlete. That's two hours. And now I'm expected to do homework as well. Now I'm working longer than my parents. It's too I much. said, no way. I had nieces and nephews, and they cry at night because the amount of homework, and then they're, and I'll go, and they'll go like this, why are you so upset? And they're like, I have a test. Um, and I go, no one gives a fuck. You're a kid. <laughs> Fail it, right? Fucking draw pictures on it. You know, what do you care? But I guess it was different when I was in school. Right. Where you could just say that, you know, you just didn't give a fuck. And they would go, okay, well, don't light anything on fire. We're going to push you through to the next year. I had a thing where uh, I failed off the cross-country team my freshman year. I failed a bunch of classes. They caught you on the sidewalk? What do you mean? Uh, Is that why you were off (laughs) cross-country? They saw you running down the sidewalk. (laughs) Hey! That's too easy. <laughs> they uh, they kicked me off the team, and then everyone was like, but you're smart. you smart. How come you have bad grades? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make the honor roll my second semester sophomore year. I was like, I'm going to get an A in English. I'm going to make the honor roll. And I got, uh, we had block scheduling, so they had four classes. So I got two A's and two B's. And I was like, there you go, everybody. I'm smart. I'm as smart as you. And I went right back to being a C and D student. But so I just wanted to prove it's easy. I can get good grades. I just don't want to. I would get an F if it meant I didn't have to run through the woods. 
You know what I mean? Oh, I love. I ran a lot. You, I think it, it saved me because I ran eight miles a day. And this is if you're having anxiety, maybe you should run a bunch. Because as soon as I stopped running, that's when all my panic, anxiety, and you were running from fear. But probably, yeah, yeah. And then I stopped running and started drinking, and then it all came apart. Well, drinking, you you're not having anxiety while you're drunk, but the next day you're right. even more anxious. Yes, I have a, I have a joke about that very thing. I'd love to hear it. Oh well, um, <laughs> people say drinking helps anxiety. I said, but probably we drink differently than each other. Some people drink and unwind. I would unravel. Uh, there's something waking up covered in bruises and street signs, not as relaxing as you might think it would be. You know what? I only want you to come in here and do material now. Right. I don't well, this, the joke is on for a yeah. while. I said, this might be a sign that it's time to stop. And my friend said, what is? I said, this stop sign. It's a literal sign to stop. It's covered in my blood. Uh... Yeah, true story. You're a funny man. Oh, thank you. And well. Shelby's going to tell everybody where to see you. At Laugh Fest in Grand Rapids, Michigan, as part of the Clean Comedy Show, tomorrow through Saturday. And if you can't get to that, he'll also be at Joker's Wild in New Haven, oh, Connecticut, right. March 20th and the 21st. Oh, thank you. So when do you fly out tonight? Oh, I'm supposed to fly out tomorrow, but my flight's already been delayed. I got a 10.05 flight canceled. Now it's 1.55. So I'm a little nervous because there's all this storm. Those things, that gives you anxiety, that kind of... Uh because it's supposed to only be bad weather in the morning, and then it clears. Oh, okay. So hopefully it'll be fine. I get anxiety just because I'm like, I want to, I want to get there. I don't want to miss the show. Hey, even if you miss it, so what? You're just going to be really late and let everyone down. Don't let that bother you. <laughs> and uh, make less money. And uh, <laughs> yes. and then it'll start to, the downward. Everything that you've worked for is now crumbling away. Right. They'll so be like, Joe List, he's not very reliable. I know. It's very, uh, very nerve-wracking. These, these, this weather, I think there might be some sort of weird uh, like climate change thing happening you sound like a liberal right where, now. <laughs> where uh, there's extreme weather and it's almost like this weather patterns are changing drastically and it's too bad somebody didn't say something about this all right um well it's going to be a bunch of tweets i have to deal with now yeah it will be <laughs> and also people that you do sh- you only do shows with really conservative people right not only, but I do yeah. a, bunch, a bunch of them, yeah. Who do you do shows with? I, well, I opened for Nick DiPaolo for many years. Now, Nick DiPaolo, I, I, I'm going to ruin something here by saying he's one of the sweetest people. Oh, yeah, great guy. He's like my dad. And yet, people will have a thing of him only because, maybe it's from the Louis show, you know what I mean? But there's a lot of people who are like, oh, Nick DiPaolo is coming in, and they're like, oh, boy, he can be really, you know, yeah, pretty mean. And I go, no, I think he's... Incredibly sweet guy. Right. Yeah, he's. I think he's. He's got. He can be angry, but uh, yeah. he's very. Sweet. I try to judge people on how they treat me personally. <laughs> then, I don't you, know if that's the right way to do it or the wrong know, way to do if it. If Hitler would have given you some gum, if Hitler <laughs> was like, "That's a great bit, a great set," I would have been like, "Yeah, hey, you know what? This guy, he knows what he's doing out there. He's I a know, nice guy." I know a lot of Jews get mad at him. Yeah, but he always has gum. Yeah. <laughs> Which is all you really want in an uncle. An uncle is a man who has gum. Yeah. Not that you're in Hitler's family, but somebody must. No, be. I am not related to Hitler. Those yeah. are all rumors. Don't Himmler. believe the blogs. It was Himmler. All right, what are you looking up there? You, what do you got Joe's name up there for, Shelby? He's also, if you can't be at either of those dates, you listen even to his if podcast. You can. Yeah. But even if you can. And even if you can, he's at Tuesdays with Stories, the podcast he does with the great comedian Mark Norman. You can get that on iTunes and TuesdaysWithStories.com. Yeah. It's two great comedians together. Yeah, we're together. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's very exciting. Who is your best friend in comedy, Joe? Um, 
Well, Mark Norman is definitely one of my closest friends. Um, Nick DiPaolo is a very close friend of mine for many years. And um, uh, Sam Morrill. Do you know Sammy Morrill? Yeah, very, very He's one of my closest friends. He's well, a great friend. We might have Sam back in again, as a matter of fact. It's been forever. Yeah, he lives right down the street. Not, not far from here. I was you know talking what? to him whenever someone, Whenever uh, someone cancels on us, let's call Sam immediately. He could be like one of those guys. Yeah. Like, we just had a fallout. Can you be here in ten minutes? There's always, there used to be, I think in the old days, like when The Tonight Show was in New York, they would have some guys, they would just like always throw them some money and just said, look, if more Amsterdam can't make it in, right. you're going to do the show. Just always have something ready. But there's too many people now that you don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. There used to be eight comedians in the country. Yeah. Now there's a lot. Yeah. How many do you think there is? Eight hundred. No. Uh, there's going to be thousands, I think. Thousands, but still the same amount of actual funny ones as there was in 1963. Right. That number doesn't change. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of competition. It's very difficult. It's very nerve-wracking. It's a lot of it anxiety. Is. People keep coming, more funny people, and then, you know. Now, how old were you first panic attack? Uh, probably 23 or 24. I was in a relationship I didn't want to be in, and that didn't... That's a bad one for you. How about you, Fez? I must have been about the same age. It was on a bridge. See, I would have said just the opposite for me. I was a kindergarten kid who really could have used a drink. You know what I mean? I was like a kid in kindergarten, and I, I was just like, I wish there was something to drink here. Wow. I, don't, I didn't know that you could wait that long. Before you would say to yourself, you know, life isn't safe. The first day at kindergarten, there was a kid who was just losing it. Let me guess, black kid. You're a racist <laughs> from Florida. Despite his race, he was just losing it. And I remember feeling, I was freaked out anyway, going to school, and seeing him freaked out. That made me just do a go sit in the corner, hide behind something, freak out. Well, see, that was that's kind of a panic attack that he has as a child. And that kid that was crying, it's probably because he was molested and you didn't help him. <laughs> oh, boy. When the panic attacks hit. Yes. Did you feel like you were crazy first? Oh, yeah, I thought I was crazy for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I was crazy for a while. It was a bummer. And then uh, it's when you think that you're losing your mind having panic attacks, you go to the hospital and they have to test you for all real things. Which just ensued more panic. They're like, we got to give you a brain scan and a heart, oh, an EKG. Jesus. And I remember an EKG, and I was shaking so violently. <laughs> and then the nurse was no sympathy. She just didn't care. She was just like, what, what are you doing, you idiot? You're young. And I was like, I'm losing my mind, dying here. And uh, and uh, this is the frustrating thing. I went on for like six months having panic attacks. I was losing my mind. I was going everywhere, doctors, hospitals, no health insurance. Uh, I can't rent a car to this day because I spent like, six <laughs> months in a hospital and had no insurance. And then my dad, after like eight months, was just like, you're probably having panic attacks he's like my father had him i have him my <laughs> uncle had him and i was like what you didn't why didn't you say this i don't know i thought maybe it was a brain tumor there for a while <laughs> the ekgs and all but now you don't meet a human being who doesn't understand what a, a, a panic attack is it seems like every human being like obama could go on tv and go like this i had a panic attack pretty bad yesterday thought rush was going to bomb us and everybody like we understand but i think people throw it out pretty willy-nilly i think there's some truth to that yes i think a real panic attack is pretty horrifying and uh, right. it's a nightmare but that is a good point now when people can't find their key
keys. They say I'm having a panic attack. Right. It's a it's a thing people just yeah. toss out there. Now, Fez, that thing that you had yesterday, would you consider that a panic attack? Um, in my head, yeah, yeah, yeah it was a panic attack. Especially, <laughs> no I'm not saying that you you created weather in the hall, but <laughs> did you, in your head, as you put it, was that a panic attack or just confusion? That felt more. I would have qualified that one as like a meltdown or breakdown. That's different. I didn't know there was difference. Where for me, a panic attack is a. Um, with a panic attack, I've always got to be somewhere else. It's I've got to go on the run. If I'm in my apartment, then I got to get out of my apartment. If I'm not in my apartment, but I got to get home. You wanted to get out of here yesterday. Oh, then and that you, was a panic attack. You were actually saying to me, "I have to get out of here," and <laughs> oh. I said, "But the show's on." Then that was a panic attack. Shelby came out, saw me doing my like talk with you. And just like stared for a minute and then left. That's polite. What were you, what were you thinking? <laughs> I, I I thought you had to be like sort of talking them down, but it looked more serious than usual. I thought I cannot get into this. Well, that's good. <laughs> Thanks for good the help. choice. Thanks for the help. But that's because I think you seem like you're nervous every day. But because we were in a different room, I can't begin to tell you how serious you were taking that. Yeah, it it felt. I mean, it doesn't feel much better today, but it felt really bad yesterday. I'd like to get a fake diploma and start trying to be a therapist. I think I could do it. Yeah, I think you're great. Yeah, I was talking about it when uh, one of the times I came in here, I was talking about panic attacks, and you said something about you felt like you weren't you were an uninvited guest on Earth or something. You said something like that. Well, I can't remember what it was. We're all invited. But whatever it was, you said yeah. I was like, that's exactly that was better put than yeah. any therapist or yeah. uh, dad I've ever had. Well, that that's the thing that that made me not feel any fear of death when I came to realization that everything that you're using is already stuff of the universe. What makes you up, right? Yeah. All the atoms, they're not particularly yours. These atoms have been other places before. This forms into you. Someday it's going to form into other things. So it's all working perfectly. Yeah. Everything is working perfectly. Yeah. I hope it forms into a successful comedian. I think it's hoping. on its way, but then a scandal happens. I'm not... I'm just going to say a type of scandal that even Bill Cosby would say that goes too far. Oh, for me? Yeah. Oh, my God. I hope I'd not. I see you getting caught up in a big scandal. I don't want any part of any scandals. I've already had this podcast. We we talk very... Few, sometimes these radio shows and podcasts, you forget that thousands of people are listening. It's just right. you and a person. And so I'll get people going, hey, you can't say that. You... What is it that you said that was so awful? I think some woman is uh, upset at me. She thinks I'm racist because I told a story about... I was in a show in North Carolina, and there was a group of white people quietly sitting and there was a group of black guys jumping and yelling literally yeah which sounds racist i guess yeah, but that's what they were doing yeah and i said it was like this weird sociological experiment where these white people were just quietly sitting watching a show and these black guys were jumping and yelling and one of them like, ran out into the street at one point after like a mm -hmm. big laugh and uh i think it might have had something to do with that story and in the same episode i talked about the seattle seahawks the guy pretending to poop on the ball after mm -hmm. a touchdown and uh, Sherman waving in the camera, and I said, I don't understand. That seems like it's a part of black culture, the grabbing your penis after a touchdown, and uh, I'm not into it. I don't care for it. I like when Wes Welker scores a touchdown, he hands the ball back to the ref, and and that that somehow is, uh, I think I upset someone. She's like, you clearly have a problem with black... And I, I was like, I don't have a problem with black people, I have a problem with these black people. Right. Ah, jeez, I'll get nervous. I was not this <laughs> No, no, you're but, right. Well, so what you're saying is all black people are terrible. Yeah. So I want to, yeah... 
so I think I upset some people. The idea yeah. of one person thinking that I'm racist or a bad person really that bothers you. Of course, I want everyone to like me and think I'm great. That's hard when you're in public life. I know, and I realize the more successful our podcast gets, the more people listen and go, "Hey, this guy sucks." <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I also got other people upset because I said Clint Eastwood is the most overrated director in history. And, uh, but you're upset. Yeah, so, there we go. There we go. Well, uh, what what movies do you think that he's overrated for? I think Mr. River is overrated. I mean, I'm from Boston, so I'm going to yeah. get shot if I go home. But that movie's not very good. I think Million Dollar Baby is a bit overrated, maybe excessively overrated. Unforgiven, I like. Uh, the first Grand all, Torino, I, I think, is a piece of well, junk. First of all, Unforgiven is honestly, if he did nothing but that, that would be genius. Yes, that movie's great. Now, there's also part of the fact that he just keeps making movies at his age. It's kind of phenomenal. That's that pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. American Sniper, I thought, stunk. I didn't uh, see it. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of bad ones. Also, uh, I think Spike Lee is very overrated as well. So if it's going to be political, both sides can be upset with me. Yeah, you're wrong about a lot of your directing things. Who is a who is an underrated director for you? Underrated? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't think Robert Zemeckis gets mentioned enough as one of these great, great guys. I think he's mm-hmm. amazing, and he has a style that's all his own to me. Um, a lot of these guys that I think are great are not underrated, but I love Wes Anderson. Rated. I love Martin Scorsese. I uh, love Spielberg. Yeah. I love... Uh, so you're a movie guy. I'm a big movie guy. I'm a big movie nerd. Yeah. yeah. What about the Richard Linklater? Did I you love know? Richard Linklater. I yeah, love him. Too. I mean, I wouldn't say he's underrated, but he's amazing. And I well, I think Hood he's underrated. Great. I mean, first of all, this was the first time he's ever been nominated, which is kind of crazy, because uh, I think he makes such great films. But I think he should have won this year, too. I thought so, too. I thought that movie was amazing. And... Uh, it's my favorite movie of the year. I thought it was Mine spectacular. Too. Yeah. All right, we're going to start going to movies together, but I'm not going to go to any Clint Eastwoods. <laughs> uh, um, by the way, Clint Eastwood, they just announced today, his next movie, which is American Sniper 2, more snipery. And I don't know what it's about, but it sounds like it sounds like he's going to take the best parts of that last movie and re- really bring it in. It should be called More Fake Babies. Do you know what's, what the fake baby? Yeah. Unbelievable. Even that makes it movie, a bad movie. That's enough. En- enough people sent the fake baby. But I think the real baby had dysentery. So they, they had to shoot the scene. They put the fake baby in there. They should have called you to operate. Yeah. I think uh, I could do it. I think so, too. Aw, look at a little lever. Oh, God. Now I'm scared. I feel like I can feel my Twitter blowing up in here. Clint Eastwood, I'm going to get shot. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm looking at your Twitter right now. A lot of people are furious. I'm going to get American sniped. Yeah. And uh... I got a break right here, but Joe List is here. I'm going to say America's most beloved young comedian. <laughs> would anybody agree with that? Maybe I would agree with that. Maybe before all this Clint Eastwood no, stuff. No, you know what? It just makes you human. Uh, this right. just makes you human. Yeah. Now, I will tell you this. Joe List on stage, phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he's funny off the top of his head, but also a really smart writer. Shelby, tell us where you can see him. He will be... Tomorrow through Saturday in Grand Rapids as part of Laugh Fest and the Clean Comedy Show. And also uh, Joker's Wild in New Haven, Connecticut, the 20th and the 21st of March. You can go to jokerswildclub.com for tickets and more info. We'll be right back with Joe Lewis' Ron and Fest. Ron and Fest on Raw Dog Comedy Hits. Channel 99.
is the Ron and Fez show. As we're all crunching on Dead Man's shirts. You always have shirts on you, Fez. Always have the wintergreen. Dead now Man you're starts. diabetic. This can't be good for you. <laughs> now, now I just kind of carry them for other people. Mm. You don't feel you need to have it yourself? Oh, if I did, I'd have the whole roll. If I got, it. yeah, I don't, I don't ever feel like my breath is where it should be. You're right. <laughs> Joe List is in here. Uh, Twitter's being nice to you today, there, Joe. Uh, so far, so good. Yeah, yeah. That's all you've ever wanted is the acceptance from everyone. Yes, all I've ever wanted is to like be liked by every human being on the planet. I know you're liked by all the comedians. I can tell you that much. Yeah, I think I think so. I hope and so. And most comedians say bad things about other comedians. You that's, know that, right? That's true. Yeah. Who do you think's the most despised comedian out there today? Uh, in New York or in the world? Let's say in New York first. Oh, um, probably Sam Marill, but yeah. I'm a fan of his. You know, I'm no. like, I like to like the one guy that nobody likes. No, but the thing about Sam is that he's a bad person. He's a bad human being. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not so he's funny. He's very funny, but yeah. as a human, you know, and as a citizen in the United States. Yeah, not a good person. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, I like, I like all the people. I don't know. I don't wonder why, do, do people care about citizenship anymore, you think? What is do you that mean? still? Do people care who's a good citizen and who's not? I a hope good so. Because I think they are just saying by a member of society. And I don't know whether we all, particularly here in the Northeast, try to be good members of society. I try real hard. Yeah, me too. I try. I do, I do a lot of door holding. I, I give like a lot of money hold. to uh, the poor people. Yeah. Now, do you get mad if someone doesn't say thank you to you? I get infuriated. I think, as, as Kramer See, once said, manners yeah. are the glue of society. Right. And I, I just think it's so easy to say please and thank you and hello. And then there's always these people that are like, you know, it's someone at Starbucks is like a, a shitty barista. And they're like, wow, it's a hard job. They think about how much they deal with. And I'm like, but all you have to do is say thank you. It's not any effort. Right. Even if my parents were both shot in the face and had their heads chopped off by ISIS... I can still go, may I please have a large coffee? Thank you. Oh, I thought you meant you were going to say to ISIS, can I please get the heads back? <laughs> no, my no, no, I would be nice to them, too. Nicest. Nicest. Um, but, yeah, I, I think there's a, yeah, I'm a big manners guy. Because it's I, so easy. I, I would agree with that. Now, Fez, do you consider yourself a manners guy? Yes, I do. Fez? I heard the way you talked to Shelby today. Yeah, well, he doesn't deserve any. But see, that's the thing. <laughs> it's easy to be nice to nice people. But Christ had to go out of his way to be nice to assholes. Right. That's when it's impressive. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the people. I, I admire people who don't lose their temper no matter what's happening. Yes. I can lose my temper pretty quickly. Me too. I might lose it. Just in the next couple of minutes for fun. I don't... I There is... No, you're right about that. Why it's happening, it's very enjoyable. Yeah. It's, it's very enjoyable. Yes. You know, when you're banging on the window of a car, and you're just showing them a weapon, and you're like, <laughs> I'm going to find a way in there. You never feel so good. <laughs> and the thing that they always try to stop bullying, but they forget to tell you when you're a, a child, it feels really good and fun. To bully. Like what you were doing today, Fez, to Shelby. You were getting some enjoyment out of there. You picked out the low man on the totem pole. And there's enjoyment. You get to take out the rest of your stuff on it. But then you have to step back and go, that's not the way a society has to run. 
Right, and you can affect the uh, the whole planet, everyone around you, by being nice. It's contagious. Do you believe that that's true? I do believe that that's true. They, I think when people, if someone's nice to you, it releases endorphins. It makes you feel good. It makes you want to be nice to other people. All right, I'm going to try that. What's your elevator stuff? Where do you go in an elevator? What do you mean? Do you hold doors open for people in elevators? Do oh, you, yeah. I'm a big door holder. Let, let no everyone go in the car. Everybody, please, all, all of you guys go first. Not just the women. Uh, yeah, everybody. I let everyone, but usually just, you know, women first, of course. I will hold the door unless there's a fire. And then I'm first out and oh, slamming yeah. the door behind me. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to survive anything that happens, but... Uh, yeah. I had a woman the other day uh, at Starbucks, the barista, she was singing out loud while she was making my tea. And then she goes, oh, sorry. Like, uh, like I'm embarrassed. And I was like, oh, I was enjoying it. And then she said, that's creepy. <laughs> And uh, really infuriated me because I was not enjoying her singing. Right. I'm trying to make you feel less bad. I'm a nice person. I'm not creepy. I'm friendly. But were you were you rubbing yourself or? Well, that's what I said. I'm like, if I was shirtless licking the register, <laughs> it would be creepy. I'm like, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. What was she singing? She was singing a David Bowie song because they were playing the David Bowie thing. Oh. It was Young Americans or some. Yeah, I feel crap. like going to that place now. Yeah, it's speaking of Bowie overrated. Thing. Yeah, uh, never, seriously, uh, this, this would be the worst place. I'm joking. You know, I'd love kidding. to have you here, but I can't have. I'm for, kidding. I, if someone says something about Bowie, it's like when someone says something about Jesus down south. Oh, you know, I see. like you would. I just can't put up with that. I'm oh, not I, kidding. I He's not kidding. Me? I love David Bowie. What are you kidding? Yeah. I love David Bowie. He's terrific. He's a Clint Eastwood of music. It, oh, my God. See? <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm a Clint Eastwood. I mean, uh, a David Bowie fan. I, uh, I don't know. And don't holding know. a door on an elevator is the rudest thing ever. Is I that hold right? doors. I've never done it. I hold doors open for women. Say, I will hold, I will hold like a store door open yeah. if someone's coming through. But to hold the door open for people that are coming to the elevator. Oh, I thought you meant and, leaving. Oh, no. I, I thought I thought he meant like coming, like no, letting them on. I Yeah, for leaving. Uh, but I don't. You wouldn't hold the door open for me if I was coming up and you're on an elevator? Yeah, but I would still, I would still, cons- I, I wouldn't care that it was rude to the other people inside the elevator. If it was you, I was, or a friend of mine, I would realize I'm being rude. But what if it's just somebody who was on your floor? You wouldn't hold the door for them? No. No. I, that's happened before, like uh, when I've lived in, you know, uh, high rise apartment buildings where I've, heard, I've been in the elevator and heard someone yell down the hallway, hold the door. No, I'm not doing that. That's rude to the people that are right. already inside, that have made their reservation and gotten inside <laughs> There's no the elevator. At the elevator. <laughs> you can't say, I'd like to go to the 18th floor today at 6.15 and expect that elevator to be sitting there for you. You know what I do a lot? I carry the babies down the subway stairs. Oh, you know, you grab the front end of the stroller. I'm all. I, I sometimes I'm not even on the train. I just wait. I just stand there all day waiting for someone you to baby. Be because that woman needs the most amount of help. Yep, love to carry it. And I touch the baby's foot a little bit. While oh, I'm going up there. that's inappropriate. <laughs> Gives a tickle. Yeah, that's inappropriate. Yep. You get your fingers in the diaper. Yeah, you get it right in there. Shelby, do you do something that you consider incredibly nice? Incredibly, yeah. I always give my seats up to people on the subway. That's a good thing. Older or pregnant. But what age is older for you? Seventy. Seventy. Okay. <laughs> what, we got a sixty-one-year-old. They got to stand. No, they're, they're sixty-one-year-olds who are in the workforce. All right, I mean, all right. Well, so you I'd wouldn't give up. 
your elevator until somebody could legally be retired for five years. Yeah. Your seat on the train. Yeah. That's an interesting move. What about you, Fez? You ever give up the seat? I definitely do it for pregnant women and... Some ha- fat women, because you're never going to know. Yeah, you can't tell. <laughs> And basically, if it's going to be elderly, it's gonna, you really got to be on a cane. Yeah. See, here's one of the things that I'll do. I will, if I'm going to a liquor store, I will buy liquor for underage kids because <laughs> I remember. Polite. I remember what that felt like. You know what I mean? Like you really want to get that Boone's Farm, and I can be there. And I always just say, I'll just take a couple bucks for myself. <laughs> you know, for gas money, and I'll put that in right off the bat. <laughs> Uh, this is a thing that happened to me the other day. I let a, an elderly guy sit on the train, take my seat, but it was so packed, I stood above him, and I farted uh, right into his face right after I had let him sit. I uh, I still think that there's a kindness attached with that, yeah. but a loss of self-control. Because <laughs> you're running the phones today, and you're not mm-hmm. looking up. It's kind of driving me crazy a little bit. But line one wants to uh, bring up something about kindness. Kyle in Boston, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, what's going on, boys? Uh, Joe List said he, he left cars pull in front of him into traffic, and that's an asshole move. If I'm the guy behind you when you're doing that, you might catch a warning shot in the bumper. I don't get time for that. So when you let the guy pull in, all the rest of the people in society feel like they're being fucked over by you. Well, sometimes um, it's when there's very few people behind me, but sometimes uh, they would have had to wait for 25 minutes if no one lets them go, and you have to wait an extra 30 seconds because I'm letting someone go. How long does it take to pull out? It takes a lot less time than it does for all the cars to stop going. So this fella who's threatening gun violence, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you could just be patient for the 45 seconds and think about this other person for a change. But you're making, you're making the call for everybody in the, uh, in the line, and a lot of those people pull up. On the outside. They drive past everybody paying attention. And they're like, oh, can I get in? The tunnel's right there. And when you let them in, you're actually saying yes to chaos. Well, I don't particularly agree with that. But uh, I think the main thing is here, this man is threatening to shoot my vehicle. He's from Boston. That's another way of saying I disagree with you. Well, I'm from Boston, and I've never threatened to shoot anybody before. Are you Catholic? Uh, my father's Catholic. Yeah, well, your father would probably threaten to shoot people. Yeah, I think he would like to shoot people. Um, the one where you can't let it happen at all is the merge lane onto a highway. If you stop to let that person who didn't know how to merge oh, yeah. into freeway traffic, yeah. you're going to get everyone killed. You yeah. try to help them out. Chris in Buffalo, you're on the Ron and Fez show. You're killing it today, Joel. What's happening? Oh, hello. Hey, uh, hey, man. Yeah, that last guy fucking talking about waving guns. He'll be the first guy to pipe up about gun rights, too. Because somebody let somebody go, he's going to pull a gun out. But real quick, I just want to let you guys know uh, I do elevator service, and after 76, if there's an elevator that's made, that button doesn't do anything. It's like a placebo, it's a dummy button. Oh, the door close button, or the door open. Yeah. It, now, I don't know if it'll hold it still, but it won't shut it. It, w- it will not shut it. So when you hit door close, it means nothing. Yeah, it doesn't do that. I've done this move before. Like, when people go hold that elevator, I will just pu- push my finger into metal. Like, I'm hitting it. Right, right. And as the door's closing, I'm, like, looking like I can't believe that this is an opening. 
because I push metal. <laughs> that's kind of like the uh, the crosswalks. How those buttons don't do anything either. Right. Interesting. Are you sure about that? Yeah. It's also like the clitoris. <laughs> that no, that one works. I don't think it does that anything. I press and I press. I lick. I spit. <laughs> I throw coffee on it. Nothing. It could be just a small penis, but the uh, the coffee that you're throwing probably won't help. But see, Shelby, yeah. your thing, you're acting like the state itself sets up dummy buttons. They do. If if you all those, if like the middle of the night, if there there's like a small town, no cars are going by. Those are still going from walk to don't walk when nobody's walking. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. But this is always small town? Or anywhere. Because I know a, a small town girl that was living in a lonely world. <laughs> I forgot where she took the midnight train. She wasn't specific about it. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably anywhere. Um, there was an old Brian Regan joke. When you get on the elevator, you know, you, you press your uh, the floor you want to go to. Unless you're from New York, then you press the floor you want to go to. Then door closed, door closed, door closed, door closed. <laughs> He's observational, Brian is. You know that guy? Yeah. Very Boy, well. is that guy funny, huh? Well, you know, it's the only thing I've ever heard about him. Isn't oh, that guy funny? And he's very nice. And, and uh, also, what do you call it when you give away the money there? Uh, courageous? Uh, Philanthropist? No. What is, when you're... Uh, you're charitable? You're, charitable? No, not charitable. Gracious? Uh, Gra uh, generous? Generous. That's the word. Who's he giving money away to? Well, he's, he's a generous guy. Went out for him one time with, uh, with drinks, and he bought the whole round, and he, he buys stuff. Oh, yeah, but that means nothing to him. He's so rich. Right, but it's still generous. Yeah. You know? You don't have to be poor to be generous. Well, you go out with Fez and get the separate checks for everybody. <laughs> we'll have eight separate checks, please. <laughs> and then he has a tip calculator. Lucas in Massachusetts, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Uh, Joe, man, I, I have to disagree with you on, you know, the, the letting people go thing when you're driving. Because... There's rules of the road. Right. And if you follow them, everything will run very smoothly. But then there's guys like you who, oh, oh, well, that person looks like they've been waiting for a while, so I'll let them go. When usually they're taking a side street and trying to cut around traffic anyway. So it's like, hey, they're there. They're supposed to wait. And that's the way, you know, that's why we made these rules. Yeah, that, that's, well a, that's a big rule. No taking side streets. The old no, well, no. side street rule. But it's the Bedlam. You're is... opening up Bedlam. And Fez even said about the emerging lane, those people go out of their way to not be in a lane. As a matter of fact, if they ever let us shoot one person, and just like if you got one a year, it would be a merger. Yes. You'd get it from me. Well, the merge is a totally different yeah. thing we're talking here. Those people are terrible. But this rules of the road nonsense, they're trying to... There's no rule that you can't take a side street. And if you just let go by the rules, they might be stuck there forever. You've never been that guy? These people I are, don't take side these streets. These people are implying... No one in my family ever well, did. Because you're big rules. But <laughs> you, these people are implying that they've never been the person trying to pull out of a bank at rush hour and are just stuck there for an hour. And they've never been grateful that someone let them go and gone, hey, Thank God that person let me go. I'll gun it and fit in. Because the rules of the road, these people that are going, they're stuck in traffic, they have, they have the rules on their side. This person is not breaking a rule. They just went to a bank to get some money to probably give to a poor person who needed it. I'm sure that there's some kind of 
little county road that they could get back onto and go do their, go live their little life. But stay off the goddamn highways, you bastards. They're for people that are already gunning it. I didn't know this is going to be such a controversial issue. I'm not letting anybody go. I'm not letting Kyle or, or, or Lucas go. When let I'm me back just say home. this again. Would you let a black person in? <sighs> I'm not racist. I'm a very good person. There was a group of black guys yelling during my show, and I talked about it, and I'm a good man. They were heckling, or they were yelling happy? They were yelling, uh, squad... Uh-huh. They were in a squadron, evidently, and they would, uh-huh. one would go squad, and the other would go squad, squad, squad. After mm. every joke, it was very topsy turvy. I didn't know right. what was going on, but I made friends with them, and right, yeah. So it was uh, squad. Yeah, squad. That's what they would do. And, but at the end, I, I was a part of the squad. I was right. initiated. But by this time next year, we'll all be saying squad, and within another three years, our moms will say that thing was so squad. And Did then, you... and then black people will stop saying it. Yeah, we kind of take their oh, things, and then up. they they move on and write a different yeah. thing. By the time Fez says it, they've moved on. Yeah. Um, you got in. You just two weeks ago got in the chickety check it, and I thought, <laughs> well, that's really made its way around. Not. <laughs> That's not black people never said that, dude. Never once. Phil and Kelly, you're on the Run and Fed show. Phil and oh, Kelly? Guys. Hey, hey, uh, on those uh, crosswalk buttons, all you have to do is push it once. The assholes that sit there and punch it and keep on pushing it, it's unnecessary. Bedlam. You, just have to, you just have to push it once, oh. and don't be an asshole and kick it, too. Never once. <laughs> Uh, if there is any button that can be hit, it's going to be hit more than once. Yes. I'm always, whatever, I'm sending, I'm sending. That's what I do with my girlfriend's clitoris. Yeah. I'm just tapping it and <laughs> trying to snub it and bite it, scratching it, flicking it. None of it works. Nothing. Very, just, she's still asleep. Doesn't even wake up. Maybe it's her, Joe. Maybe it's not you. It's probably not, probably not me. Yeah, probably not. I don't do anything wrong, ever. All my opinions are right, and I'm letting everybody go. I feel like going out and buying you so many drinks and sandwiches that you forget all about Brian Regan <laughs> and his happiness. Uh, oh, boy. Well, this is a fun show. Thanks for having me. It is fun. we got getting ready to wrap it up, and why you plug again? Joe will be at Laugh Fest in Grand Rapids, Michigan, as part of the Clean Comedy Show tomorrow through Saturday, and also at Joker's Wild in New Haven, Connecticut. Joker! 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 March 20th <laughs> and the 21st. You can get tickets at jokerswildclub.com, and be on the lookout for his podcast. New episodes every Tuesday. It's called Tuesdays. With stories with Mark Norman. Yes, it's a great show. You said it like it was Bigfoot. Be on the lookout for it. <laughs> ah, there it is. Um, Be on the lookout. Some people up in the hills have spotted it moving slowly. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a heck of a show. Thanks for the play. I appreciate it. Thank are you, you so much. Uh, are you too young to remember the TV show Joker's Wild? I am. I was doing a I was doing the big hit phrase from that. They used to have to pull this giant lever down. And then, I don't know what would happen. The Joker would come up, yeah. or the devil, and then you had to answer a question. Yeah, I think that's how it went. Yeah. I, I can't remember if you wanted Jokers or didn't want Jokers, oh, though. Oh, you always want Jokers, dude. Okay. I'm a Joker. Yeah, there's no time in life you don't want a Joker. I'm a midnight smoker. Oh, wow. Yeah, and a toker. I can never I, even bring that up. Can I tell you an embarrassing Steve Miller story? Sure. Is there any other kind? <laughs> I went to a Steve Miller concert when I was 16 in 1998 at the Orpheum Theater in Boston. And I was up in the balcony. It was me and my two buddies. Ben and Nick, and we were 16. Everyone's in their you know 40s, 50s. 
And uh, during the song Dance, 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 I stood up and went, What are we doing? This is a concert! Everybody up! <laughs> and nobody, everyone just looked at me. And now I'm in my 30s and I'm like, I would hate this kid. It was like this bold move. I was like, Come on up, everybody! It's a concert! It's and, Steve Miller, damn yeah, it. Nobody even kind of moved. handicapped. Everyone just. 15,000 people yeah. just stared at me like, you piece of shit, get out of here. You were there with the with the elderly, the infirmed, yes. and they were just trying to stay awake. Yeah, it was uh, it was bad news. Uh, Fez, we've got to uh, jump out of here. Anything we need to plug before we go? All my papers were thrown on the ground earlier today. Uh, Bennington, on Friday morning, 7 a.m. on Opie Radio, that's Sirius 206 XM 103. 7 a.m.-ish, Fez-ish. And Ron Bennington interviews tonight on Indy 102 at 9 p.m. in the East. Who's that going to be? I don't know. That will be Gina Gershon and the Pixies. Oh, wow. Where do I find that Robert Kelly interview? Can I listen to that if I don't have serious radio? Yes, go to uh, Ron Bennington Interviews, click on Unmasked. It's fantastic. Oh, I can't wait. RonBenningtonInterviews.com. All right, that's it for us. See you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>